Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we catch up on our last couple of games against Melbourne City and our big win against Brisbane. Meow. We uh, catch up with, uh, or are reunited with a long-lost friend in Ian Shand. And of course, as always, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Ian, and Morrow. Good evening. We are so back. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, what's so. going on there? Merry Chrysler. Uh, oh, yeah, before we get too far into it, let's... Uh, Merry Christmas, lads. Ah, good, nice. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Cheers. Now, Cheers, we are, I'm not getting up from this, like, no, I'll no, knock I'm, my I'm, microphone stand over or some shit. Yeah, I'm before not. we get too far into it, Moz, uh, or Luke has kindly donated today uh, a couple of little hard solos here for us. And There's something nice and refreshing given the weather and, you know, it's just <laughs> Friday afternoon. I'm on holidays. Mm. Is it refreshing? We want a Morrow live reaction. Has not live tried reaction. hard solo before. Right, here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. All right, three, two, one. Initial thoughts, please, Mott. Mm. Is there really alcohol in that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. Danger, danger. <laughs> sort of might have the wrong can there for Good a minute. Good thing, it's only a four-pack. Yeah. Mm. I might um, have to add it to my arsenal, but do I have it before or after espresso martinis? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Porcano lost us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is quite refreshing. Luke. That is, okay, what good. is it? Um, yeah, it's some, something about slam it down fast. Yeah, exactly. yeah low on fizz so you can slam it down. Low on fizz so you can right. slam it down. Exactly. Fast. Oh, that is good. <clears throat> Ian, you're, uh, you're back. Refreshing. Thank you, boys. Yeah, I know. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. I think it's been four years since I've been in the pod. <laughs> Long oh. time between drinks, literally. And in an alter ego then, surely, yes. Hmm. Now you're, you know, like freelancer on the pod. Yes, I know. Done for hire. Off the bench. Off the, Off bench. the bench. Yep, straight into it. Speaking of straight into it, let's get straight into it this week, as we always do, with Fred's question. Fred this week asks, do we just sign Niz and Tulio for the next 10 years and be done with it? But seriously, is this the turn in performance we were looking for? And do you think the Jackson way is finally coming to the surface? Also, Merry Christmas, you sexy bastards. Love you. Love you too, Fred. Love you, Fred. Mwah. Merry Christmas to you and your fam. Yeah. Um, so, firstly, do we just sign Niz and Tulio for the next 10 years? Yes. Yeah. yes. If they play like what a, that, maybe 20. What a team to build around. Um, What's bad? Not for long, I suspect, but fair. Do you think Tulio is a highest paid player? Yeah. I hope so. Yes. Surely. <laughs> well, Surely. I bet he's being paid less than he's worth. <laughs> Just Again, saying. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, hard to disagree. Um, yeah, I mean, Niz showed it again in the City game and last night, which we'll obviously talk about. Um, yeah, I, I think he's very quickly on his way and I saw... Uh, shout out to Howe, who's in Melbourne at the moment. Um, saw him say something very similar last night. He's on his way quickly to being one of the best to wear our shirt. I'm confident in saying. Mm. Um, championship winner. Now played over 100 games. I mean, eight, nine, ten out of ten every single week. It's 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 hard to. I think it would be hard to argue otherwise. Mm. Um, Until you, I mean, we've sort of spoken about it, but the guy's just a freak. <laughs> Keeps getting freakier. Yeah, doing weird stuff like it's un- <laughs> and it's unreal. Like it's it's the reason you want to turn the box on. He's box office. He's actual box office yeah. instead of the fraud box office Newcastle we thought we were <laughs> apparently going to be getting a couple of years ago. But um, just keeps on turning it on. And yeah, like you said, he's he's the reason why why people should be wanting to come to games. Mm. Yeah, 
he just does stuff that you do in your backyard when you're young and, and acts like – and the crowd, you know, have a crack at him and I think he just takes that on. Yeah, like, you saw it last night. Well, how, he did how it. Much he loved it. Absolutely he enjoys loved the banter. It. Yeah. Yeah, there was one going on with the City fans at the last game where he tried for the Elastico and – didn't come off for him, oh, that's kicked, right. it, kicked yeah. it out, and they give it to him a bit. And I reckon he was loving it because <laughs> <laughs> he knows he knows what he's got in his locker, right? And you know, yeah. uh, Smith and Kuzi said it last week. You know, the guy's an absolute freak, yeah. Uh, yeah. one of the best they've played with. So, but on Niz, he is just like if he's the only thing missing from him being one of our greatest ever is the length of time, I suppose. But if you add in a bit of academy time that wouldn't have been spent by some of those who've been around here a long time, then his time is a lot of time. Mm. Um, but if he hangs around here much longer, then yeah, absolutely. He's, he's in that conversation for sure because he's done it all. And mm. right now he's in form that I don't even think we've seen that, which, um, and it's, he's not alone, Faz, mm. like, Wow. <laughs> yeah, some of these boys are out of their skins at the moment, forming yeah. their lines. Yeah, absolutely. Is it is it the Jackson way? I don't think so. In in, in the last in the last you know, sort of game and a half, has he stumbled <laughs> onto something that is working? I don't think he's stumbled onto <laughs> it. I don't was know. it was it was it in the back pocket yeah, and I we think were he's just waiting in the pocket, yeah. Waiting to bring it out yeah. or like if 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 it was in there, where was it? After round two, or you know, you know what I mean. Like, is it? Yeah, I don't know. I think the the, the reason, and I, I, I said it after the um, after the Melbourne victory game, and then even more adamantly so after the Western United game. You can sort of start to see that imprint that he's having on the squad now. He pulled out three different formations on um, last night against mm. Brisbane, um, which you know, is more formations than we played at any point in time over the last five years. Yep. Um, so he's got a plan A, he's got a plan B, he's got a plan C. Um, Shout out to Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Nice got and early. Nice and early. Number one, nice and early. But I think his, his plan A is starting to come to the surface. Mm. Yeah, no, he, he deserves full credit for, for what he's done the last sort of game and a half because completely different from that first half in the City game mm. to the second half. I mean, Niz moving higher up, Harrison Steele deserves a big shout out yeah, big for shout his out Harry, yeah. for the role that he's sort of played in the last sort of match and a half as well, um, and he was obviously feeling it last night in the Brisbane game, <laughs> but hasn't played many minutes. But then when he's been called upon, has absolutely done a job, and I, I think I've I've sort of gone on to gone on about it a bit. But my issue with Allo is this whole I don't think he plays as much of a link up style to what the Cum Dog did, and we've missed that 100. percent When we play with the two in the midfield, Niz and Maxi, Allo doesn't drop as uh, deep and hold the ball up. Mm. Now with Niz higher up, we've got a link between the midfield exactly, yeah. and the attack. Yeah. And you can clearly see it now. And, there's, and like there's that rotation as well that's yeah. coming in now with Torres uh, tucking inside, Tulio mm. who played wide last night tucking inside as well. Allo was even starting to drop a little bit as well. Yeah. So Niz is now that link up. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like it, when we then have the two um, – uh, internationals on the wings, then we're getting that hold-up time. Like so important late in the game is is holding the ball, not wasting the ball. Until I was just toying with them at times in that last five minutes, as we have done. So we've got that outlet that Benny actually used to be the person who we get the ball and he'd do a couple of tw- uh, twirls <laughs> while not, while everyone ran yep. up another ten or fifteen meters and changed the whole um, you know position that the game was being played. Mm. Um, I feel like, though, the best thing I'm liking about the Jackson style, and it's not really a turning point 
in any way to me. It's just been this – I don't feel that much more confident than I did last week or the week before. I feel like there's been this constant kind of trajectory where we're getting better and we're getting better and, oh, yeah. and that that's going on. And he's got all of these different sort of ways of making changing things when they need to be and we haven't been used to that. Even Monty, I don't know that he um, seemed as much on top of – game state this is a game state so we're going to change the formation and the players have, have sucked that in and they're, mm. they're doing what it is he wants so that looks unreal when you like the you back know. five last night exactly like, <laughs> yeah well, well i mean we'll come to that i mean to to your point um boise why didn't we see that after sort of round round one or round two it was all that's going to take time right yeah it was never going to have that imprint immediately this is a guy that came into the club with what three, four weeks of preseason. A month if he's lucky. Yeah, <laughs> before the season kicked off. So, you know, and that's why I said from the outset, let's let's see where we are after round six. And you could see after round six, it was starting starting to, there was a bit more structure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Signs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of football has probably helped us mm. because he's had a lot of opportunity to say, do it like this and it's don't do it like sword, that. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but the players are tired. But look how our players look compared to them last night. You would have thought it was them who'd played 17 games in the last, I'm just making up numbers here. <laughs> But a lot of games. I think I think you're pretty spot on. It was not that not far, far off. off. <laughs> so um, where and same like Macarthur. I, I haven't. I didn't watch their game, but I heard them being described as looking tired, um, and they got beat. I gather heavily. So we just are, yeah, not in that at the moment. We're not that team. Well, it's that whole thing of a short term pain, long term gain, and everything like having those 17 games was probably it was tough. But you're looking at it now, and it's really kind of coming to fruition. And with Jackson having that ability to adapt during the game, as we're talking about, like it's showing the benefits to you know, moving Izzy up further field when it required in the Melbourne game. Mm. You know, that's what we want to see. And he's now like actually bringing that into his game, which is great. Mm. Different striker options, different centre attacking midfielder options. Tulio can play in there a bit. Torres probably can. Niz has been an absolute revelation, obviously. And we saw Niz a bit higher up in the academy as well. So we knew that he could do it. Yeah, yeah. Benny, Benny rated him as a 10. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got absolutely got the ball skills for it he's, he's just that sort of in between the two penalty boxes <laughs> he's the best in the league I'll say it mm. I don't care the run, J. O'Shea, the run J. O'Shea does not hold a candle to no. we'll, no. We'll, we'll come to that I, you've got I, a couple I'm of really so angry, points but it. just <laughs> please the run last night that's that's your messy type run not you know yeah. to put too big a label on Josh it. is but is messy I'm, that's well, what I'm hearing <laughs> that's what I'm hearing <laughs> that's <he's>, <laughs> la 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 <laughs> Yeah, no, you know what I mean. That's that that run was fantastic, and that's confidence. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! 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 Would you just look at it? Let's have a look back at our last couple of games. Of course, starting with our trip down to Melbourne. Very short turnaround after our uh, trip over to the Philippines as well, of course. Uh, this one finished uh, Melbourne City or City Football Group 3. Your Mariners 3, Hangel Torres. Wow. Puppy. <laughs> puppy. Ripping the place. Puppy. He's coming of age game. Oh, puppy, I scored goal. <laughs> still got the money. <laughs> now I turned up to training much later. <laughs> Who needs to train when you can bang in hack tricks like that? You had him in your fantasy team, didn't you? Oh, th- that was a ripping week for my fantasy team. <laughs> Cut Absolutely it out. incredible. Which we can definitely never talk doubt about later. it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, a bit of a uh, bit of a scare at the start, of course. Uh, Yakolis opening the scoring in the second minute. Now, I'm still not convinced there wasn't a foul against yep. Fats. Foul. foul. 
I think it was soft. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Like, I can see being given, but I can see why it wasn't given. Like, he, yes, he probably got contact on it, but he he looked for it and went down. Yeah, mate, yeah. And I think Faz does that a lot. That's maybe the, the, the only yes, that is true. the only thing is that he, he <laughs> does ask for a lot of uh, free kicks. And most of the time they are there and he's smart about it. Mm. But maybe inside your own six-yard box when you're trying to defend across, maybe not the best time to try and convince the ref to do that. But mm. all three of their goals, which we'll get to the other ones, but they were all arsy. They all came from a deflection. They, they were all. They weren't exactly makes of you know outrageous sort of play where they tore us apart. But the the issue in that first half in the city game was having Depizio out on the right. We just got shredded. Oh, down, we, we, I mean, down our right hand side, Paul Stormbury was just left exposed. And it's not necessarily you know Depizio's fault. He's young. He's a kid. You'll same, learn from it. Same thing with you know. The two Kowals, mm. especially Garang, it's it's they've they've got all the footballing skills in the world, mm. but you got to do the hard work and you got to get back and defend and you got to do your job there. And he just unfortunately got burned. I think we we're getting killed centrally as well. In fairness, mm. Maxi um, probably not his best game. Um, yeah, I lo- love him dearly, but um, I think he'll probably put his hand up as well and say, you know, he's, he looked cooked. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. still remembers his debut again. <laughs> Having PTSD. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, but that that entire first half was a struggle, and and you know this is where obviously Jackson deserves full credit for for the changes that he made at halftime that led into the Brisbane game as well. But completely different team in the second half, oh, and wow. just yep. the change was yeah astronomical. Mm. And we we just looked weren't back to last year not by any sh- stretch but it was on the way there with the flowing football that we were playing yeah the football was yeah it was pretty to watch it was very very eye-catching very Hangel Torres uh, just after half time just after those changes were made of course and he's essentially playing as a second striker uh, Torres leveling the scores in the 49th minute He's he's had this coming. Yeah, <laughs> putting us ahead in the 60th minute. Um, Arslan with a, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, not an Arsy goal, but an Arslan goal. Uh, <laughs> very shortly after, this one was a real ding dong affair as well. We thought we had the points sewn up with uh, Torres's hat trick, but uh, it wasn't to be. Lopan equalising in the 92nd. I think you could see that goal coming. Like, you kind of could. All so nervous, and you could see the players were as like, yeah, ahead of Amy Pike for the first time, and <laughs> who knows how long. It was coming. There needs to be a royal commission into why <laughs> our results at Amy Park. Why we cannot win there and why it is impossible. It's got to be an investigation. There's got to be an investigation because it's just the Amy Park curse. It's clearly deflections in full swing. They just, you know, for some reason we get there and there are deflections and they screw us. <laughs> that's you know, because yeah, I did. I'll admit, I did think we had this one. I thought we'd finally killed the. We were so Hoodoo, close. But, um, you could feel it coming, but, but we, it, it. Was, it was... True. They were, you know, throwing the kitchen sink. But, yeah, I, but, yeah I still thought we were going to hold out because we had held out. And they still had to get a little bit lucky, like you said. Mm. And, yeah, so... Even even still with, with us, you know, that I think pretty sure Jackson said it after the game, it definitely felt like a loss, a loss given how did. late it was. But I still yeah. think that would have given the boys plenty of confidence. Yeah. Oh, I, you'd think so. You know, you, you've drawn three all with the heavily favoured City Football Group. You know, they're squillions of dollars all over the pitch. Um, you know, that, the Amy Park who do, I think definitely has got to weigh on their mind somewhat, right? It has to. I want some psychologist to go in there and speak to them about it. <laughs> well, we have a sports psychologist. We have um, Ezio. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a study on the Amy Park thing done then? How do we commission that? It's incredible. Something going on, but it did feel like a loss though. 
It did, yeah. yeah. I was talking to the boys yeah. last night about it. I was talking uh, Jamie Downs and Rowdy and Robbie. Shout out you guys. Um, yeah, 100%. And that's that's a good thing in some ways. Right? Uh, yeah. Like, I felt that was positive. Not really. But yes, you know what I mean. But yeah, Niz just completely pulling the strings in that second half. <laughs> Things you love to see. Just sort of like I said before, that link up that I think we've had missing the first four or five rounds and even in some of the AFC games with Niz in that higher up. In a position, the link up is there, and just Had opposition players. To, he did, he yeah. did, and this is what people are going to keep on harping on about, which is fair, right? Mm. He, he's he's got to find a way to add a few goals in there somehow, and oh. even the was it the third one, the cross, mm. Mm. where I think he got the touch first in the box, yes, and it was sort of a pretty heavy sort of a touch, and you just go no, just, took it away from him, yeah, just hit it, yeah. just, and then even when even when Hangel scored, Niz didn't even really celebrate because you yeah. can see he was like, God, I that really, should have been mine, yeah. like, God damn it, <laughs> I felt bad for him. Then, in fairness, those those two chances that came so late on, um, you know, was it ninety third, ninety fourth minute sort of thing, yeah, where he's put him over the bar, he's just he's, running he's himself into the ground for ninety four yeah. minutes after a really short uh, sort of turnaround from. A very hot, very leggy Filipino game as well. Yeah, you know. he's, he's he must be a robot. What the hell? <laughs> I can't I can't blame him for you know putting him a yard or two over. Having some heavy legs. If he's a yeah. robot, he's got some AI going on because he. Um, <laughs> well, he, he, in this last game, I started thinking about a couple of touches and uh, twirls and little tricks he was doing. I was like, man, you've been hanging out in the paddock too long with Tulio, mate, because he's just started this learning. Little, well, yeah. it's rubbing <laughs> off a little bit. There yeah. was something that I was sort of thinking in this last game, and uh, if he adds that kind of stuff to his game, then. He will be scoring, and we will make good balls for him from wide with those two on the wings. So, I do, yeah. yeah, I do wish it had been a home game, though, just because now that we've seen it happen for two games, when it happens in the next home game, everyone's expecting that mm. role from this. Whereas if we couldn't have had that at home game to see it first happen, the crowd noise would have been really interesting to hear. Mm. People start to notice it and be like, oh, this is this is the way now. Yeah. And we've kind of lost that because it's now going to be New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah go without a home game for nearly a month. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Sort of kills kills it a bit, but I mean, what a what a way to come back into it with New Year's Eve, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you know, it's always a draw card. New Year's Eve, you know, double head still, as well. Still be expecting ten k, you know. Yeah, hope so. If, if we don't get at least that, <clears throat> what's going on? What are you doing? There's there's some problems. Where the bloody yeah, hell are you? Yeah. Could we just yeah. have the weather not be? You know, let's have a nice warm <laughs> night. I want to go there. I want to. <laughs> I want to go there in thongs and a singlet, but I don't want it to be scorching. Mm. I want it to be all of those things that, you know, it's just not comfortable. Exactly. Mid-20s, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, no sun, please, but nice and warm and just make sure everyone wants to be there. There's no beach competition, none of those things because... No, we're going to get 50 mil of rain in the two hours of the game. <laughs> oh, that's what, well, that's what normally happens, especially when we play night games. Uh-huh. Midweek yep. games is... You're up yeah. in the shade anyway, so you're fine. Yeah, what are you thinking <laughs> about? I just want them other people that I'm looking at on the other side to turn up. That's the problem. So, so turn the corner though, Torres. Yeah, mm. yeah. For the, or at least, even for those who were non-believers, it seems he's turned the corner. Keep now, the yeah? faith. I Keep smite. The faith. I smite thy non-believers. Non-believer. <laughs> well, not 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 on this podcast, mate. No. Did we all? I think. So, I think. I think. I was a believer. You yeah. were. You were. We've yeah, been believers. Okay the faith, you were. Yeah. 
Oh, Ian, were you 50 50? 50 50. Probably Benny at the start. Raw materials <laughs> there. The raw materials were always there, and we've been talking about that for weeks now. Yep. And it's just like now it seems to have clicked. He's learned to hit um, the target. Yeah, well, yeah that's, and that's some it, of the yeah. finishing, like they're super finishes. They're not. Oh. They're not all like worldies, but mm. there's some really good. It's finishes been. It's in been that. coming right. Like yeah. I, I, I said weeks ago. You know, it seems like his radar's off. But once he gets that calibrated, yeah. you know, hopefully the goals will flow. Yeah. You know, so he's finally not finishing like I was when I was playing all age eights at Dawson. <laughs> a possum killer, they called me. Uh, <laughs> blasting him into the trees for 40 yards. No, and it's not the surfing I hear because he was interviewed after the game, of course. Uh, and yeah. so it's the serenity, surely, because he's been getting out for a fish, I hear. Yeah. Has he? Huh? Well, You'll have to take v- him out. Vamos a pesca. <laughs> what is that? Angel? <laughs> Vamos <laughs> a pesca. There you go. What if you Vamos just Google Translate? A pesca. You'd be, what if I just come for a fish? <laughs> Let's go fishing. Let's go fishing. Angel. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Guided fishing tour on me. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And I feel like he's now he's sort of doing the simple things as well. He's mm. not trying to overcomplicate it. He's yeah. not trying to do too many... You know, buddy, Rambo flicks or a bonus or yeah, he's not, he's not trying to be too yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just he does do the simple things, and then that special stuff will come later. But now he's got the simple stuff all down pat. But it was definitely the finishing that was the that was you know the issue. Now he scored three goals from just about the exact same position in the box. Yeah, all cracking finishes. Mm, mm. So good to see. There's going to be a bit of comp- South America South American competition going on now because Tulio won't take lightly. No. The goal tally issue. He was like, I am puppy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Set yourself down, mate. I was here first. (laughs) Speaking of easy, uh, let's have a look back at last night, of course, against those cats from up the road, Brisbane. Your Mariners 3, Brisbane nil, and a very drenched Suncorp Stadium. Ironically named Suncorp Stadium. Uh, There was no sun to be seen. Yeah, first win there since 2014. 2014. Forever. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's one hoodoo gone. Yeah. So, yeah. come on, let's get the other one off our yeah, back. We've done the Queensland hoodoo yeah. all together now with uh, our couple of wins. I think we've beaten them five times in a row now. Because mm, we beat them at Redcliffe when yeah, they were there. two or three times. A couple yeah. of times up there. Yep, we've beaten yeah. them down here now as well. I think that's only our sixth ever win at Suncorp. Jeez. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> that sounds bad. Well, firstly, shout out to Sid. Sid Mariner, oh, yeah. how Sid. good was that? As soon as he came on the coverage, half the <laughs> pub, half the Railway Hotel just went, Sid! Wow. Sid! Shout out to Sid. I didn't even see Sid. Oh, what? I'm disappointed. Okay, were you watching? I'm disappointed because I asked him how he was going to get to um, Auckland when the new guys... <laughs> <laughs> I think he walked to Brisbane. Well, I told him the pod were fascinated by how he would actually get to um, uh, New Zealand. He must listen because he thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, he, do- he does listen. Yeah, he does. Does. Actually, Sid, does. let us know how you got to Brisbane yesterday. I'm, I'm very interested <laughs> yeah, to know. Well, it looks it like he swung the last bus. bit anyway, <laughs> <laughs> which is what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, absolutely fantastic. I mean, you can only beat what's in front of you, right? Yeah, they were they were average. Definitely, they, I, you know, we were very good, but definitely, I'd say Brisbane's worst performance of the season. Uh, Aldred had a shocker, a nightmare. Oh, it nightmare. was funny because I was bigging him up before the game as well, like because he's off contract at the end of the year. He's just about to get naturalised as an Australian. I'm like, you know what? If if we lose one of our centre backs, I'd take him. I'd yeah. take him in a heartbeat, absolutely. If he's not taking up a visa spot, um, and then he goes and puts on that performance, and I'm like. Cool. Uh, who should I do next? <laughs> I, I, I had him and Hingit in my fantasy team from, <laughs> from the week before at about 6 o'clock. And I went, oh, God. Because I took a gamble the week before, put Aldred and Hingit in my fantasy team when they played Western, thinking they'd be fine. And then they lost. Oopie daisies. Whoops. So, but absolute nightmare from Aldred, who's normally 
a eight or nine out of ten, yeah. you know, relatively consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, complete nightmare from him. But wet pitch, they weren't. You can't good. play on that pitch. No, that that pitch was a nightmare. I'm amazed that went ahead, but I mean, it, it didn't. The ball wasn't holding up anywhere near True. as much as I thought it was. It seemed True. okay. He said that patch on the far side oh. where they've clearly relayed. There was a stage something. or something there, I guess. Yeah, but even going through now, the ball was still rolled fine. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like it, it rolled just, just very enough. wet. Yeah, just yeah. very wet. I think someone on Twitter was right though that the patch that Vukas was standing on had been bought yesterday from Bunnings for sure, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> Yeah, I was just thinking, like, like, it's just really unprofessional. Like, I was whinging. Was I whinging at the last pod about the pitch? Yep. yep. Oh, so I'm whinging about every pitch we play on, right? Except for yeah. our own. Go for gold. Yeah. Go for gold. Well, well, I mean, ours has been voted by players as, uh, I think, the best or the second best in the league. I would rather have played in the Philippines than down there. Ooh, like, their pitch yeah, was nah, nearly yeah, better. Like, yeah, no. Nah, let's, let's, let's not say things we there, can't take back. There was, a moment, there was a moment where somebody was sliding a Brisbane yeah, in, in, yeah, in, yeah. in the first half in that patch and, and they just like, kept going. Is there soap on that? <laughs> That's like slip and slide territory there. And in the first half as well, at one point, I think Tulio pushed, um, mm. I can't remember who it was, but he pushed him into the mud off the pitch yep. down the far side. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. It was can't good. do that. Sorry. A little bit questions. of fun. But no, they were they were just very soft, I think. For, for a Ross Aloisi team who, you know, Ross may be the angriest man alive. <laughs> Um, they were just very we, – we kicked the shit out of them and probably should have had a few more free kicks against us. Yeah. I think Sean Evans was it? Yeah, Sean yeah, Evans, yeah. yeah. He wanted to see a dead body on the pitch last <laughs> night. He just was letting everything go. I mean, for once he wasn't making it about himself. Which, True. Yeah. Didn't want to be the centrepiece. But, like, I mean, Different. Farrell, who obviously love him dearly and he's been incredible, but has to be careful sometimes with yeah. the way he tackles. Well, he's out for New Year's now as well. Yeah. On his fifth yellow yesterday. And you could argue he probably could have had a – yeah, first one in the second half. As well. Oh, sorry, in the first, in the first half, half, very early on, mm. and was not even a foul. Yeah, yeah, he did so, three or four in a row. That were like, oh. yeah. yeah. Sometimes shout out just, Sean Evans. Thank you very much. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I, just, I just want to go. Just be careful, please. But um, yeah, Brisbane just went up for the fight. We oh, were, what's going on? We there were fighting. On, There's one on Steely as well. Um, yeah, in the other yeah true. Who, yeah. who was that? I can't remember who that was, but. So there was a few. That wet pitch is what brings that stuff, isn't it? Well, yeah. Steely was in the first half early on, wasn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. the one. Yeah, I think yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, we'll see what comes of that too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, we, we we just – we played well. Like they tried to press us really, really hard. That's how they've been playing all season and they, it just wasn't working that well for them. And yeah, we, we were playing through it. Once Quite. we played through the press, which we can do when yeah. like some of the build-up this season has been really, really slow. Yeah. But this forced us when, to play. When we're forced to play, we can do it. So yeah. that that's why it's good. And once we play through the press – and like a few of the guys were saying last night, once we play through the press, their back line's relatively slow. We were getting in behind for fun. Man. We get in that behind. Was, oh. And that's exactly how we score the first goal. Exactly. Incredible Storm ball Roo. by S- Storm Roo. And I mean, Marco Tullio again. Just... <sighs> he touches it around him and then runs around the opposite side. He dinks <laughs> the ball around Freak and ran that way. It was... Yeah, and then just the calmest of bloody finishes. Like, Not easy from there either. No. It no. looks in the wet. tight angle. Yeah, in the wet angle. as well. Yeah. On a yeah. bad pitch. Yeah. Mm. Super composure. Yeah. Ice cold. Yeah. Ice cold, Ice cold <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Ice cold. Oh, I did love the celebration. Brisbane fans loved it. They did. Yeah. Sure they did. I was well, they were cheering loudly. <laughs> they to their credit, they had a lot of people in the den. I don't know, I don't know what's going on up there at the moment, but, but it sounded the, like they were in a cave about ten miles away. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, it is a bit like that there. It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Miles um, away. But yeah, I was I was pretty comfortable. But even at one nil at half time, I thought mm. not really posing too much of a threat 
really. No, I mean, mean, they had the one chance that uh, Vuka saved with his foot. Yep. I can't remember who it was, but other than that, there was nothing really clear cut. No, and it was just that complete, you know, sort of difference again with Niz higher up. And again, like I said before, Harrison Steele, I think, has you put in a in a really good shift last sort of game and a half. He was really solid. Max was really solid. Mm. They were all Tappy really when solid he came again. on as well was fantastic. Yep. yep. And that formation is good for all of them, like for Tappy now to get minutes as well. Yeah. Yep. And because of that, like mm. the worst thing when Nizzy was dropped back and it was just the two of them on. You're going, oh, when's Tap going to get minutes? When's Steele going to get minutes? Mm. They're all going to keep rotating. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think we're going to be seeing a fair bit more of Brad Tap into the future as well. Have Sorry, you better move on. Don't move on. Have we talked about offside yet? No, we're coming to that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, as usual. Uh, Tulio had the chance to make it 2-0, of course, uh, ruled out by our good friends in the VAR booth. Morrow's favourite people. <laughs> mm. Was he offside? Nah. I didn't look at it closely, but like from just glancing, I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." Like offside. <laughs> yeah, his hand looked offside. Si- si- Simon Hill and, and Macker in uh, in the commentary box were very dubious about it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Incredi- Not, uh, incredibly questionable. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't just it wasn't just the position. Like they put their you know nineteen seventies graphic up there that um, you know pixelated view of a um, couple of lines. In two D. Yeah. <laughs> could have possibly said that he was offside. It did appear on those pictures that it was, and later there was a better picture posted. But in both those pictures, then to me, unless uh, Harry Steele's pass was a toe punt, then the ball had already <laughs> left his foot. So a few frames too late, which mm. doesn't surprise me with the you know. Video 8 technology that we've probably got from Paramount. Oh, the GoPro from Aldi on the sideline. <laughs> it's funny, actually. The Aldi big boys. Because Par- Paramount hadn't been doing that to, that badly until last night, had they? Yeah, no. I mean, a, I, earlier a lot, in the a lot day, of issues last night. Earlier in the day, I was not singing their praises, but I was saying, you know, they've improved out of sight over the last 12 months sort of thing. You know, mm. they've even got pause and rewind now. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you couldn't even start the game last night to use the pause or rewind. So, yeah, there's a the, lot of people having And the laggy stuff was, you know, a bit rough and the pixelating stuff mm. is normal. Mind um, you, I didn't have any issues watching at the railway hotel, so. No, that's fair. But, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, I just wasn't sure that he was offside. So, if you're going to go to that much trouble to show us all the offside details, make sure you you know actually providing a convincing case other than mm. and clear and obvious anyone no well i mean clear and obvious doesn't really come to the come to the fore when it's offside because it's either offside or it isn't mm. well that's what they say but if harry Steele didn't toe punt that ball then did we get the right frame yeah so, okay. is there an actual frame in existence because you know in that time is the is the frame before too early because it's yeah. still touching his foot still t- yeah yeah um yeah. that yeah this is what's wrong with this brainwashing that they put us through to tell us that, you know, oh, it's fact offside. Mm. No, that's BS. So it's different in the Prem because they've got, you know, obviously higher frame rate um, filming in in play there. Seems that way. Rather than using a 15 FPS fucking, you know, Nokia 3310. Even still, I think there's sometimes occasionally some doubt about the ball when it left the player's foot yeah. in those um, cases Which is why in the Dutch league they've got it right. If the lines are touching, it's not offside. Yeah, right. Like there's a there's a Yeah, they've made the line a certain a thickness. Bit yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So anyway, just I will stop talking about the offside. Jing Reese was <laughs> Well let's let's, Jing let's Reese talk about Jing Reek. Yeah, that was, he was, that was a little bit offside. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, because I wanted that. But yeah. yeah, he just went a fraction of a second early. I like the way that he tapered his run though. It was a proper striker's run. He's gone horizontally, diagonally, and then through the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Overall didn't probably have his best game so far that we've seen, but 
Mm. You know, there's good competition there between him and Alo. Yeah, I mean, the versatility. He could have had a couple of goals. I mean, there was the offside chance. There was another chance where, again, he got in behind. Uh, freaks come 30 yards from goal. What's a goalie doing areas? Um, and he kind of pulled out. Kind of. It's like he went to dink him, but just didn't get the connection. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wondered whether or not the coach had bought on um, Jing just to get under Aldred's skin. Um, and Possibly. or to make it hard for him because he had sort of you know been rattled a little bit in that moment, and then on comes Jing, and <laughs> it makes it even more difficult for him, kind of. <laughs> so I quite like that tactic. I saw, I saw a couple of people um, writing off Allo's performance last night. I don't think he had a bad game by any standards. That no, sec- and I don't that think that second goal comes from him. hundred percent. Yeah, his, his press. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think that he has performed like I think he's grown in his performances this year as well. Definitely getting he's, better. He's a different player than, and that's the thing that I'm liking that we keep changing things for different reasons, and we've got all these different sort of versatile players who have different roles and can play different roles. Um, yeah, I think some of the big change with Niz has been that now he has. Put in that position, he thinks he should run round players, so he does. <laughs> and it's, it's, he did that for the third goal. He's uh, skipped past a couple and then put it on an absolute plate for Torres. Yeah, and those buses he was going past, they just couldn't turn around. <laughs> they did a couple of three point turns, but that, it was. That's yeah. the best midfielder in the league, apparently, Moz. That bus you're talking about. Right. right. Please. Well, the turning circle needs to be reduced on that one. Or maybe Please. it had a busted tyre on end or something. But Before no. the third, but oh. can we get to the dummy? Oh. The, oh. Off of the second? Yes. Oh. Do you reckon you got a call from Torres? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was probably Puppy. in Spanish. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, was, what was the call? Puppy. <laughs> that was, that's all he said as hey, he flies past. Puppies. <laughs> yeah. Puppy's coming. He's puppy. Yeah. 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 I mean, if he doesn't get a call, that's just incredible match Well, like awareness. Mark Jackson said after the City game about, you know, he's a student of the game, which yeah. of course he is because we've had the pleasure to know the kid mm. and he's a smart he's a smart young kid. Like he's just he's just a nice down-to-earth and, you know, you can tell he goes home and studies the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine him and Maxie on the couch after a game? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine what they do just all week? <laughs> just sitting there studying and watch football together. frame by frame by frame, yeah. Of course, of course. So, yeah, if I he like doesn't that. get a yell, but he surely has to get a yell because otherwise that's just completely freakish. But mm. perfect leave. And then the finish, Ooh, just bang. as good if not better than the leave. From mm. the exact same spot. Is exact same spot, yeah. yeah. That left foot's firing. Yeah. Keeps yeah. doing it. It's firing. <laughs> yep, yep. Only four shots on target in this game. Uh, clinical. Very. Yeah. I'll take it. 39% possession as well. Shout out, Paolo. Which surprises me because it didn't feel like that. No, I thought we held five off the ball shots on target. And yeah. <laughs> four goals. Sorry. I won't bang on about it anymore, but it wasn't <laughs> offside. So therefore, until he asked us. Yeah. So there you go. Whatever. Yep. It does, it does show an issue, though, to me, for it all. Our strikers aren't getting the ball enough to get shots away. Like, yeah, we're getting tires until they're getting shots in the Z. And the Melbourne game had a couple of shots, but mm. we've got two strikers both in half a game each, roughly. Not getting a shot. And that's that's where I, I think like I think Alo's getting better, but he still needs to do more. I think, I think he's being utilized more as a on the ball as a target man, off the ball more as a sort of pressing forward. A nuisance. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and I so think that's when, okay. When, when we're when we're getting the ball forward, I think he's there for you know, more for the flick ons, look to play for the, the runners outside him in Tulio and, and Torres. Get on set Don't pieces, which he should be able to. Yep. Um, and is it is it like, you know, thing about City, try not to think about them. I'm talking about um, Man City. Mm. Try not to think about them too much. But, you know, Harland, it's a different game with Harland in the team. 
up until that, they've tried a lot of false nine activity and this has worked well for them. Yeah, perhaps no striker system. Exactly. And so I feel like it's just a different way that we play the game to suit a different opposition or whatever or a change we can make in the game and then we can really pour hot water over them like we did against both Brisbane and City um, in in the end by moving knees forward, etc. So we've got these different options. Is he setting the place on fire no he isn't but i feel like all of our players are improving at the moment having um, having nizzy further forward definitely is helping them both yeah because yeah, i don't think either of them could be a sole striker and having nizzy kind of supporting is allowing for that kind of movement um but yeah i think alu especially because reese hasn't done as much but alu when he gets the assist like he did for the second goal uh, or the goal that he scored against western a couple mm, of weeks ago mm. i think that's saving people noticing the gaps in the rest of the game for him. Yes, he is improving, but it's definitely, as Luke said, a lot more that can be done. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think he's got a lot more to deliver. Has he scored a header yet? Because we know that no. he's bread and butter. Not, not, not the A-League. I mean, he should have also had a goal in this game when he took that ball off Aldred. If he, if that toe punt goes yeah, in a different yeah, direction, then he toes it in. Yeah. And and so that, you know, failed there. But yeah. yeah. But Nizzi being further up is definitely helping him move mm. probably quicker than if he stayed with the formation that he had beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think if, if we had kept that same formation, we don't get the results no, that we do in the last sort of two games. Mm. It's yeah. that, like I said before, I, I yeah, just. My two cents is it's that link now with this higher up is that link that we were missing when we had the come dog. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Result, of course, sees us rocket up to sixth. Uh, back in the top six, baby. Five games unbeaten in the A-League. Are we back? Are we back? Not yet. What's right. back? <laughs> Are we back? That's true. <laughs> For me, my expectations this season were to get into, you know, the final spots. Sixth, fifth, fourth. If we're going real good third, everyone knows you can win it from these places because we've been pretty close. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so we just got to get in the finals. Well, we're in six. Yeah, get in the finals. We're competing. Yeah, and I mean, not there's with a whoever. lot of football to be played. There is. Then there's still what we're showing good signs, you know. But if some of our players keep playing the way they are, then they might not be playing for us in February. Yeah, mm. a couple of good January signings is still needed. Yeah, Pretty cool, yeah. Think, and we need to just always be evolving. Monty, Monty was always evolving us, bringing in players who um, we were going, oh, I don't know, well, I mean, getting rid of players who we didn't want to have anymore. I'm not going to name them, but, you know, the moves, you know, the, the moves Monty did in January last season critical, arguably changed the com- the complexity yeah, who, of the whole season. Who would have Surely. thought that like, Jimmy McGarry was going to go and play the football of his life sort of thing? Scored a few crucial goals. Mm. Noah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Noah. Burning that he couldn't come back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Smithers. <laughs> but, yeah, th- that's what I think that's what we have to do and I think that's also what Jackson will want to do in January because mm. he's probably by now, hopefully, mm. you know, figured out a couple of spots that he wants to move around and, you know, potentially improve on. Um, so I think there'll be some movement. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll definitely see some some going out. Um, strong rumour is there will be at least two coming in um, and at least one of those will be a striker. So, Yeah, which will be interesting. Yeah. And does anyone really think we, get, we will get through January without losing any? No. No, I think, no. honestly, hand on my heart, I think Faz possibly Niz, but I'd like to see Niz stay till the end of the season. Um, maybe Tulio? I don't know. I hope it's not too too much because he has done a lot already. I mean, he's only just renewed as well, and you know he seems to be happy again. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How many visa spots do we have left? Uh, so we got Brian Hangel, Tulio, Docker, uh, Mikhail Docker, and I think we've got one open. 
Mm. So it'd be good for that to be a striker. Visa striker, anyone? Mm. Potentially. They also cost money. Mm. What's that? <laughs> if, if we lost Tulio, a difficult player to replace. Tulio, Faz, I mean, any three yeah. of those would leave a, f- yeah. a yeah. huge hole. That's fair to say. I think we have the best two foreigners. I keep saying that word when I mean internationals um, in the comp. Mm. And they're 23 and 25. Yeah. yeah. Right. Crazy. How blueprint of how we should be doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> across the entire league. Of course, last weekend we also saw our women back at our paradise uh, for the first time in a little while there. Uh, one all draw with Melbourne City or City Football Group in this one. Jeez, we love uh, dropping points against uh, City Football Group uh, this weekend, seemingly. Roll about a way out with, I think it's her second goal of the season, uh, if I'm not mistaken. That was all about the ball through from Izzy Gomez, though. Decent game. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. City are decent, um, I gather. I'm, I'm still learning about women's football, but I think City are decent, and uh, we were typically Mariners. Mm. I mean, they're, sec- they're second in the league, City, so. Yeah, right. Mm. And I feel like the women are on sort of the same trajectory as what the men are, mm. kind of going up and yeah. up and up and yeah. up and up. Not, up. not jumping not over themselves with, you know, massive spikes, but, yeah. but just getting closer and closer to being a good side. And, and what I liked was that they were typically Mariners, that, you know, we never gave up on anything. Mm. Um, we were not the ones who made it into a melodrama by doing the diving signals like one of their def- <laughs> defenders did just before she was hooked. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I thought we were decent. So um, Yeah, I enjoy watching them play. Like every match this season has actually been, you know, I've looked forward to putting on TV or going to the stadium and watching them. It's mm. good. Mm. Yeah. I think it's my, f- uh, oh, other than the fan day when we watched the Wellington game, then I think it's my first standalone home game, or maybe it's everyone's, is it? I don't know. Anyway, it was quite been, enjoyable. A couple before Not that, enough yeah. people enjoyed it. Where were you people coming up? Yeah, could have could could have been a bit of a better turnout, but I mean it was a blazing hot afternoon as well. Obviously, the kickoff was delayed by about an hour in the end. All of Gosford losing power. <laughs> yeah, can't do much about that. Yeah, a little bit a uh, little bit awkward, but um, yeah, uh, what an absolute worldie from uh, Rebecca Stott, the centre back hmm. from Melbourne City to to level the score so late there. They had a few chances as well, so they probably could have got there. But yeah, we did what Mariners doing. Stop, stop that. <laughs> stop that shit. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we could have taken – it could have gone either way. I think a draw is a fair result at, Agree. at the end of it. Agree. We've got to be losing a truckload of money on these <laughs> standalone women games, but like in all seriousness. Mm. We closed some of the surely it's Surely it's not great. Like they – don't get me wrong, they deserve to play there. They definitely should be playing there. Mm. But as an overall club financially – We've got to get more people through the gates. Yeah. yeah. Someone's got to work out how to – And I mean, on the whole – Comparatively across the league, our, our attendances are up there. They're good, yeah. Yeah. But they're I not playing at a 20,000 seat stadium. It wasn't many at this one, though. I can't remember what That's the actual number was, yeah. but it was something in 73. Um, and uh, yeah, it wasn't enough in 73. It was, yeah. So come on, get that. It will help with sponsorship, though, playing at the stadium. You True. Know, from a sponsor's point of view, instead of having signs up at Plume Park, you have an Central Stadium. Looking ahead with our dub, uh, we travel down, or we're already down in Canberra, actually, for the Saturday afternoon, I think it is. Saturday afternoon, 5 o'clock kickoff against Canberra United. Good chance for three points there, Canberra United, currently sitting bottom of the table with just a one win so far. I'd say we need to develop a little bit of consistency. I'm not sure that we have had that, mm. but um, this could be an opportunity for that. They love us down there in Canberra. There, yeah, no, uh, they, yeah, legitimately do. And I think um, 
if we show even, you know, three quarters of the performance that we put on against Melbourne City, uh, we're surely bringing three. Well, we're, we're a difficult side to beat. And um, I did like, actually, the fact that in our recent game you that I was at, that you could sort of just see what the plan was and it was it's quite pure football, if you know what I mean. It's, which uh, if we can keep that sort of con- get that sort of consistency going, then I'm liking the way the coach has got us going. Mm. Once you bring in Kaya Simon into our squad as well, like mm. once she's back and she'll just kind of like be that cog in the middle almost hopefully, just that'll be great to see. Mm. Can I be controversial and ask whether she'll play for us or...? Is that controversial? I think she, I think you'll you'll see her before the end of the season. I mean, uh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, what a what a fantastic pickup. But she's been a massive influence off the pitch as well by all accounts. So, well, that's her contract as well. Like, it's not just player; there's more involved. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There's a dual role there, isn't there? Yeah, mm. which I like. But I, I, we've got to get her on the pitch, please. I'd love to see. Her. I'd yeah. love to see her, yeah. see her on the pitch. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Mm. Bit of news coming out of the Mariners camp, of course. Our opponents are now locked in for the AFC Cup ASEAN Zonal Semi-Finals. We'll be playing host to Phnom Penh FC at our paradise on either the 12th or the 13th of February. Um, this, of course, adds to a uh, pretty packed, I think packed is the understatement of the year, start to uh, start to February. We take on, we travel down to Adelaide on the 3rd of February, across to Wellington on the 6th of February, host Sydney FC on the 10th of February. We have Phnom Penh on either the 12th or 13th of February, host the Wanderers on the 18th of February, um, potentially travel down to MacArthur on the 21st or 22nd of February, and then travel down to Melbourne on the 25th of February. Mm. There's, there's going to have to be some draw reshuffling <laughs> order has to be happening you'd, there, surely. You'd hope so. At least where, th- where are you going to put it? <laughs> Even if you take out the AFC game, what is with that scheduling? Yeah, that's, that's in February. Yeah, so the, 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 Welling, the Wellington away was supposed to be on the 12th or 13th of January, but they've put Unite round in, which came in a week before the season kicked off, where they decided to add an extra fixture in for, you know, because APL. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're night round, great concept. Why didn't you sort it out earlier, bud? Yeah, yeah I think that's Like fair. a way to Adelaide and then a way, a way to, to Phoenix with a three-day gap and then a four-day gap at home then to Sydney. At least we're at home. Well, for the, yeah, without the AFC Cup game. Without the AFC yeah. Cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, uh, did I hear in that we're at home for Sydney, then the AFC game home. and then we're home again? Uh, yeah. The Wanderers? Yeah. Home, so at least that little period is at home. Yeah. And we don't have to go to... Phnom Penh. Um, yeah. Do they call themselves yeah. Phnom Penh Crown? Phnom Penh Crown, that's right. What's wrong with them? I thought you said last week, Boise, that we're the kings of Asia. Ah. Vietnam giants, mate. They can do what they want. How uh, dare they? Cambodia. But <laughs> <laughs> their, crown, their crown must be smaller than ours. It's like a Toyota crown. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the old Toyota crowns, mate. They're marvel of Japanese engineering. <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Admittedly, I probably don't watch as much Cambodian Premier League as I might like. Why not? Really? <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Um, but these guys... Part-timer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy with what the What was Indonesian the name of that league, league again? 
I don't even know if it's called the Cambodian Premier League. So there you go. It's probably the Cambodian Super League or something. But um, what about guys, National guys... Defence Ministry FC? Aren't they your favourite team? <laughs> I'd say it's the Royal League if it's always, got crowns in it. Always been. I think they are, uh, or they do have some involvement with the the royal family in Cambodia, actually, which is why they're called Phnom Penh Crown. Oh, Haven't okay. researched this, so don't correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm just rolling with it. The prince, the prince is in Gulf, is it? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, I don't even know if there's a prince, but. Yeah. Mm. Um, these guys did turn over MacArthur three nil over in Cambodia, but MacArthur did get the better of them in the uh, in the return leg five nil down at Campbelltown. Um, so really, not too sure what to expect at home. Surely we're good. You'd think so. I mean, they sure. do have the second top goal scorer across the whole the whole AFC Cup. Of course, the first uh, first place there is our own Marco Tulio. But they were that. playing against crap teams like MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> pub teams. They're, just, they're just a local pub I can side. say that. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Yeah, I mean, MacArthur and Dynamic Herb Chibu FC and, yes. Uh, <laughs> what was that? The other Filipino side in the cup. Dynamic what? Dynamic Herb. Wow. <laughs> that brings certain connotations that oh, are not for say, this podcast. Say less. <laughs> <laughs> at, least it's, at least it's not Dynamic Lifter. <laughs> 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 and of course, uh, a win there. MacArthur take on Sabah FC, who I think were the Malaysian champions or, or runners-up um, in the other semi-final there. So a win there would see us play against the winner of that. If it's MacArthur, I think we travel down there. If it's Sabah, I think we will host them up here. So very interesting times ahead, and it just makes for a very cluttered February, but our Kings of Asia are going to get it done. That'll be the issue, is the, the fixtures. Mm. Like, you know, Queen Sydney on the 10th, and then... That game on the 13th because you can't do it on the 12th, you can't do it two days. No, no way, yeah. That'll be what will cause us to lose in the end more than kind of the players' ability. They'll just be knackered. Yeah. That's why I think we gotta we got to bring bodies in in January. Yeah. You know, just a bit of reinforcement there. Um, you know, it depends, you know, who, who, if anyone, we lose as well as to what kind of signings we'll be making. I'm sure they probably know by this point, you know, who's going, if anyone. Um, you know, I'm sure there's probably been some conversations that have been had um, with yeah, whether it's other clubs or, or what, what, whatever the case may be. Have we got any young boys who would be ready to step up if need be? Like, like- See, I keep banging on about Cam Windus. I, he's, he's ready, but he's not getting a look in. Um, so he's anyway, fifth in line. Yeah, yeah I don't and know. I guess there's no who is it that he's going to who's going to leave that mm. he would replace. Yeah, well, I mean. That's why he's not getting a look in, right? He's got three boys ahead of him in, yeah. in Hawley, yeah. uh, Brian, and and, uh, and Nathan Paul. I now, if he's a left back. Yeah, or a left-sided centre back. Yeah, that could be a thing. Yeah. Because mm, mm, then, you know, he's, in my opinion, he's probably a little bit ahead of Nathan Paul. Maybe that's just because I've seen more of Cam. Um, but, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah, that's mm, fair. Mm, mm. Don't get me wrong. Both no, no, that's neck and neck. Players, but yeah, um, and changing rapidly as well because we, we didn't mention Dan Hall much, but he has been superb. Just, mm. So again, not going to say I told you so. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, you are. Yeah, <laughs> I did tell you so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, my my concern is, you know, if we do, I think if we if we lose Nears, we've got bodies already there to replace. To well, not replace, but to maybe plug some of that gap. Yep. If we lose Faz. I don't know if there's any natural left-sided defenders. You know, Dino Larson can play at left back, but I think he's more of a centre back. I can't really think of anyone else. You know, we release Zach Zoricic in the off season. We'd just be Nora Smith. We'd just have to. Oh, oh, oh Zabet! Wow, <laughs> I've gone. I've gone full Karen Boyce here. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was about to say, so you're, are you saying that Noah's a winger <laughs> I am. and not a left back? I am. Is that I why am. you didn't yeah. say 100%, 100%. Gotcha. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. He knows I got his back. I got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that does also leave, you know, the question of depth there as well. Yeah, still, he can do a job there. Yeah, sure, I think. But I he's th- not a natural f- fullback. No, no he has done. Mm. Yeah, but he has done that job. So, you know, Noah would deserve his shot and then Steely would be the backup. Mm. Um, but if Nisbet's gone, Steely would no longer be the backup or he'd be... You know, back up over there. We've got a good versatility. Assistant there. to the regional backup, yeah. But we don't want to see any of these guys go. I think it's a problem because it's entertaining and it's fun and we liking it. And yeah, I feel like I'm. And this is not. I don't know, but I feel like I'm relatively confident that Niz isn't going in January. So do I. Um, but it's it's not like I don't have the ITK on this, but yeah. it's just a gut feel. Whereas my gut feel with Faz does his form deserve? that he gets a move and Miz. does he deserve it after the years that he's had? Of Absolutely. Course. But I just feel like he's not going to go in January. Yeah, I feel like he if might anything, go at the end of the season. End of the season. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's, there's agree. this form thing going on at the moment where players are playing for extra and, like, could he be a bolder for the Asian Cup? Well, I mean, that's the squad's, squad's already, already announced. been announced. Oh. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Is, 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 so he legit can't get in the squad because I was, I was hearing some um, talk not about... Not unless he's on standby. So he's not in the 50. I thought it was 30. No, it's 26. Yeah, so it was 50. You got, you got another four on standby on top, I think. So I yeah, think okay. Faz was on standby was what I was hearing. Because I, I thought it was Faz was the fif- in the 50. In the 30. Yeah. I heard yeah, he was okay. in the 50. Didn't, didn't hear after that. Yeah. yeah right. so, so because the thing is that the players, you know, can really hit some form over these this short-come period here. Mm. Um, and influence that, I thought, but not if they're in the 50, perhaps. Perhaps you're right. Mm. Well, that could be good because if he gets to showcase himself, then it, like he'd be a fantastic player for Asian environments. Mm. Yep. And don't get me wrong, like selfishly, I'm, I'm low-key glad that they didn't get the call up because we have them now for that, whatever it is, four weeks, three weeks, yep. um, while the Asian Cup is on. Um, but criminal that Jacob Farrell wasn't selected over Bayage. Mm. Bage living off that World Cup. Oh, it's fucking it does sick smack up. of mates there, doesn't it? Ah, oh, it is. Yeah, it's jobs for the boys. That's why McLaren will be one. Of, there's a couple of spots that are maybe a little bit in doubt. No, he's, he, he had a press conference before oh, the squad was Oh, has he pulled out. himself out? Uh, no, he no he's, he had a press conference complaining that he wasn't selected. <laughs> he was uh, very salty. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because I feel like the periphery there is probably going to go to him and Fornaroli. Fornaroli's been selected. He's been called up. Oh, yeah? Yep. But um, McLaren. So no. I'm a day behind. Mm. If my last game was a hat trick. Yeah, hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what Apparently, I'm not a starter. Mm. Against the farmer. Like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take several seats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed now because, you know, Nis bolting into the Asian Cup. That would have been exciting. Yeah. But there was a lot of weird decisions in that team. Mm. Mm. Thanks, Arnie. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And as always, thank you all so much for all your submissions across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum. Starting this week, as we usually do on Facebook, uh, this time with Mason Lunny. Mason says, all right, annual backyard cricket game with the Nana, but past and present Mariners players. Uh, let's say it's a small game of six fielders and two batters. Who are you picking? What's cricket? <laughs> hey. uh, that's right. We've got the Scotsman here. All right. So basically, there's two wickets. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. That's not cricket. 
Um, <laughs> backyard. So we've got to pick uh, pick eight players, uh, six fielders and two batters. Well, I uh, Mickey Glassick, number one. I know he's very, very handy with the willow. Um, his uncle, I think it was, was actually a Sheffield Shield cricketer. Yeah, right. His uncle or his cousin or something, yeah. Uh, so Glasso is uh, pick number one for me. Um, You'd want a keeper as a batter, like, you know, that hand-eye coordination. Yeah. I was about to say, I'm having Vukovic as my opener, <laughs> yeah. given the uh, <gasps> muscles I saw under the shirt. Yeah, he's got the game <laughs> yeah he'd, he'd go full big show. Man's go got a rig Maxwell. and would play yeah. a mean sweep, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. slog sweep. Yeah. We'll get reverse, back to reverse, slog reverse, sweep. Reverse, yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to that rig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we will. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I reckon, yeah, uh, Danny Maxwell Vukovic and, uh, and Michael Glassick. Um, Dan Hall. Good yeah, Hawley, I reckon. Good catch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start the bowling attack then. Um, I'm pretty sure Jing should open the bowling. Mm. Yeah. Because he's got going to have that reach. It's yeah. just Joel Garner proportions, I think. Yeah, yeah, just slinging them down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Probably a low on the wrong side of the wicket. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like around the wicket. That's fair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I reckon Niz could spin a ball. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. I reckon he get it turning. Yeah, it depends what the deck's like, right? You'd have to have Tulio just because it's some, there's, there's, there's some, like, is there anything he's no, not good at? Legitimately, though, does he know what cricket is? Yeah. We, we'll teach him what cricket is. He could do some weird stuff with the ball, I reckon, Surely. that no one else could. Surely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Surely. He'd run up and turn around and chuck it backwards. And yes. Like, knock him out. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's something there. He would come up with something. Bouncing it on the tip of the bat or, you know. <laughs> so Vuka, Glassic, Jing, Alo, mm. Niz, mm. and Tulio. Is that the six? I think we've got, got to pick two more. Um, Dan Hall. Oh, Hall, oh, yeah. Hall. Hall, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And Caltech, just because I reckon he'd have an absolute belter of oh, a time just with it. Like <laughs> 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 Either that or Maxi. Maxi would be a good keeper, I reckon. Just you the reckon? consistency level. Yeah, right. Ball after ball after ball. He'd never miss one, never miss a catch. <laughs> I think the chat would be good too because it would be smart <laughs> oh, chat. Oh, it would be good chat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> it would be witty. There it is. Mm. Witty, witty banter. <laughs> Over to Johnny Needham on Facebook. Johnny says, firstly, how good. Never been so happy to be proven wrong the last few weeks. Um, Fair. Secondly, revisiting Christmas stuff. What is Santa bringing you guys and what's your go-to or must-have food item for Christmas Day feasts? Must-have food is prawns. Mm. I will eat four kilos of prawns on Christmas Day and not <laughs> for batter the rest an of the year. <laughs> You don't touch them for the rest of the year, but Christmas Day you get yeah. Demolish. <laughs> yep. Uh, pigs in blankets. Pigs in blankets. Yeah. You are so Scottish. What much. the fuck <laughs> is that? Yeah, what even is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said prawns, which would be my first choice. But, uh, <laughs> do you want to explain? Do we have to Google want, that? Or? Sausage and uh, bacon wrapped round. Oh. I mean, you know the mini cocktail sausages that you get, like something like that? Yeah. Bacon wrapped round. Oh, it's the most Scottish thing I've ever heard. I haven't. But my mouth's watering now that I've heard what it is. I haven't had it since last time I was in the UK for Christmas, which was 20 something years ago. (laughs) (laughs) They're worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Moz. For me, it is my mum's trifle. Oh, yeah. Trifle. Bit of Christmas pud. Trifle. I love love Christmas pud. Pete. Uh, prawns, yeah, prawns. Yeah. Uh, but I am on the way to buy, you know, 78 kilos of ham after this. So. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Ham is a staple, isn't it? Yeah, oh, mate, I'll oh, just uh, eating nothing but that for the next sort of four or five weeks. And I'm going to be hating it 
by the end of it, but yeah, loving that's it. the same every year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to eat four kilos of prawns on Christmas Day, Luke, but the next day, ooh, that's not maybe less favourable. Zero calories, mate. It's not really the calories that I'm concerned about. It's the, that's the quantity. <laughs> four kilos. That's what the Boxing Day test is for, so you don't move. That's yeah. fair. Exactly. Can't, can't move. Can't move. Uh, don't move, can't move, won't move. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Actually, no, I've got a big Boxing Day with a bit of backyard cricket this year, so... So, uh, yeah, Hawley, uh, <laughs> Glasso, if you're listening. Down you come. <laughs> uh, Gavin Springer, the state of the pitches we've been dished up. I understand that stadiums are shared for other events, but, gee, Suncorp last night was no better than a cow paddock. Yeah, it seems to be a recurring theme this year. Mm. Shows the discontent for football from the Queensland government that the way that Suncorp was being utilised or not utilised, but also Ballymore. I've seen some videos of the accessibility ramp from Ballymore uh. and the thing's just completely falling apart to the point where when the women's team played there last week they had to make an announcement um, on the socials before the game that the that the disability access was not accessible oh, that's not and if you enough. needed help to get into the ground there was staff available at the front gate to help well, to carry you in if you're in a wheelchair like that sounds very dignified, doesn't like, it? That's atrocious. Especially that, when, like, access is such a big thing right now for events. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, so, Taylor Swift, uh, when they got notes, got destroyed for the lack of access requirements. Yes. Yeah. All these all these knobhead buddy government officials wore Matilda's scarves during the World Cup and waved the flag and did all this and got on the bandwagon. Where and are as soon here? as it's over, gone. Yeah. Which we, gonna, knew, we knew that would happen. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Mm. But in terms of pictures, ours is great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ours is awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, and hopefully it stays that way. We do have a uh, motocross event coming yeah, to the February coast. Yeah, February 24th. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. before our last game in February, I think. Oh, yeah. Or maybe just after our last game in February. Um, and there's also, I believe they've also scheduled an NRL trial the day before. Day before one of our One games. of our home games. Yeah, it's a double header, I think, as well. Yeah. So you got two, two maybe even three NRL pre-season games. Fantastic. The day before your sole tenant essentially plays. It's less than ideal, but I mean, you know, at least we're not having to deal with what they're dealing with at Newcastle or, mm. or, or up at Brisbane yet. Touch wood, but we'll get our chance by the sound of it. <laughs> pretty sure, pretty sure some of the competitors for that motocross have been training in Narara recently. We <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of questions coming through uh, from uh, Jeremy Lumby, Ben Jones, uh, uh, William Brown, and everyone else who's uh, who's asked about this. Of course, uh, what's Vuka's favourite snake flavour or colour? Uh, should he get a personal sponsorship from Allens to save having them being gifted? Uh, from the Raw fans or just keep living in their heads absolutely rent-free. Why were the Raw fans so upset uh, about Vuka? Uh, they were giving Tulio a lot of shit as well. Fellas, things you love to see. <laughs> I think uh, Tulio definitely wound them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. after, after the celebration after the goal. Um, but it sounds like they definitely had it in for Danny in the second half. Yeah. I mean... They spent forty five you know, minutes it, calling so. him. Yeah, spent forty five minutes calling him a fat bastard. Yeah, um, and then for anyone that didn't see it, at the end of the game, they were throwing snakes uh, onto <laughs> onto the pitch, and uh, yeah, he caught a couple and ate them and gave him a nice bow and rubbed his little belly. That's <laughs> very hard and ripped, mate. Honestly, <laughs> if they're calling him fat, <laughs> got to ask themselves a few questions. Yeah, photo came up on on the socials. He's what a rigosaurus rex. Yeah. Fuck, and they weren't <laughs> happy because then. Uh, 
Booker and a heap of the boys that looked like went to the away bay to thank whoever the fans that were there were. And um, a few of the den actually followed the boys over and started blowing up. Yeah, person. yeah, was yeah. Nearly a, Trying to call him out. And nearly call him bloody over. fisticuffs. Of all the people that you pick out. And the kid that was doing it, like, mate. <laughs> Just don't. Couldn't fight, his, couldn't fight his way out of a wet paper bag. Just say Just, it for the second time uh, so just far relax. this pod, you need to take several seats. And there was plenty of seats there, so let's just <laughs> had lots to choose from. Like, Vuka would just, honestly, 99% of that crowd, probably anyone in that crowd, he would just fold them. Yeah. Angry Den for some reason, but yeah. anyway. Well, they was trying to figure out what was worse, their team or the pitch, and they were not finding an answer. Mm. Everything was crap. Yeah. Mm. Looks like... Um, uh, Zach and Casper Tafta got a bit more work to do up there. Get yep. a decent pitch to play on a big good start. Mm. Yeah. Bit of a uh, scenes reminiscent, I guess, uh, of the Hutch coin throwing incident back at Central Coast Stadium all those years ago <laughs> where uh, the, the squadron, as I were known at the time, were uh, lobbing 20 cent pieces at Hutch when he went over to take a corner. He grabbed a handful of them, put them in his sock. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Gave him a little thank you wave. And, uh, I mean, we probably went. needed the money, to be fair. Yeah, I think he said yeah. words to that effect to some of the guys in the front row <laughs> as well. Possibly had to play, pay younger members of the squad with that money. Mm, yeah, true. Mm, mm. Uh, Blake Hepworth wants to know, which players are serving the most humble pie? Torres is freshest humble pie. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Torres and Dan. I was going to say Dan Hall is not 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 for me because I there. backed both of them. Exactly. But yeah. But but the, yeah, there's a few people having to I, eat it. I get them right very occasionally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they're the two that are probably the most mm. of everyone that maybe questioned that they've definitely come back around mm. and come good. We could come up with Storm Roo, but we've probably mm. used that yeah. up a little bit. <laughs> I've eaten that pipe multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's, Storm yeah. Storm Roo does you know an eight and a half game week in week out now. Every like, yeah. Exactly. Can't complain about him at all. Yep. No. Exactly. I think uh, to a lesser extent as well, maybe Maxi as well. There was, there's been so many comments over the last 12 months saying oh, he's not direct enough. He just passes side to side, doesn't offer anything. At, don't get out at all. He's mm. my favourite player on the pitch most weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's been absolutely a standout. I think, you know, because he doesn't have the flash or the panache of a Tulio or a Niz. You know, I think he, do, he what he does allows Nizzy to be as freezing up. Uh, and as good as he is because Maxi just goes I'm going to take all the dirty crap around you and sort it out and then just give you the ball and you go mm. you know it's great to see mm. but he kind of pioneered the run from his own half all the way down to put one in front of Wilson is it um, yes. yeah, a couple of weeks ago so yep. There's a lot of similarities actually between those moments where they're just confident enough to drill half, half a pitch mm. um, to make the final ball. So yeah, Maxi. It's that Maxi turn as well. The Maxi turn. Oh, I was going to say yeah. any any anyone who yeah, just watch Maxi for ninety minutes and yeah. watch the Maxi turn and tell me you're not. But you, you know it. it's coming, and the players must know it's coming as well. But he still does it, and they're just like, "Where did he go?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cy Goddard with his chops, yeah. like <laughs> chopping back in the opposite direction. You know it's coming, and, yeah. and you know Sash and, and Smith were saying last week, "There's nothing you could do to stop." It. No, you know exactly when it's coming and where it's going, but yeah. just nailed the timing of it and the technique around it, and mm. it's just it's so good to see. Yeah, Ryan Bryce asks, "How good do we think Torres can be? He looks confident and is finishing his chances now. He's got a tough job to follow, following Benny and Sammy. You know, if you can mm. get to the level those two got by the end of the season, that would be fantastic. Can you get further? He's showing very good glimpses of it. It's just the consistency now. If like he's done it two weeks now, can he do that? You know, six, seven, eight weeks." I think he's a better footballer than Benny. 
Less lanky. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have that sort of uh, – as Simon, Simon Hill put it so eloquently in the grand final, that loping, rangy stride that, that Benny has. It's perfect. The yeah. most apt way to, to describe it. Yeah, Torres is a very different – uh, style of footballer, but I think I think technically pound for pound he's better. Doesn't have a right foot though. That's like yeah, he scored. I think mm. last week one of the goals was a right foot, the third, the third one. Mm. But the last time there was a few times he touched it across, and then it was like he was scared to touch <laughs> with his right foot, and then he lost the ball. Yeah. So he needs to work on that. But left foot wise, great to watch. Mm. Yeah, and Torres is he's like the he's like a kind of streets won't forget footballer. Yeah, Whereas Benny's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a bit like it's. He's got that kind of that flair about him, like that street football flair. Whereas Benny isn't that. Mm. But so yeah, I can definitely see what you mean. But he, he 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 might be like a like a one season flip. Like we get him here, he's obviously started a bit slow and then sort of come good. He mm. comes has a absolutely banging season and then off we go make a bit of money. That's for Silvera did. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I think Twice. the jury's out about whether or not he's better than Benny. They're really different though. And what Benny would have got about seven goals, I reckon, last year. Last set, yep, seven. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. and so, a few assists too. Yeah, yeah, so and some really well timed assists that Grand mm. Final springs to mind. But um Torres, five In his last goals. two games, five goals, two assists. He's, so he's, yeah, there's a lot happening there. Um, from a, the point of view of being an outlet, Benny's one of the best outlets that I think we've had for a long time. Like, he was, I agree with that. He just his was, ability to hold up the ball was, was yeah. Tulio-esque. Yeah. Um, only different again than Tulio. More, much more sort of a less street football, more technician. Yeah. Um, not, not to say, though, that Benny's body shape made him look like he was the ultimate technician. Um, <laughs> it but, worked. <laughs> but, but he was able to keep the ball in ridiculous situations, and I don't know whether or not Torres can compete with him on that. I think Benny, one of his biggest assets was maybe his unpredictability. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There was a shot against Adelaide, and I don't think anyone knew that that was going to happen <laughs> until it was in the goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, I remember that one, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just it's all of a sudden a shot came out. <laughs> so, well, the goal, yeah, no, the goal he scored against Melbourne City. Like, I think that first one went Kyle Sittel. Right foot of goal, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think there's still some potential there for Torres to be the better, but it's close. You're right, though, with, with him being an outlet, like not in that calibre. Like, Tulio and Stormroo are probably our two best outlets right now. Mm. The balls go to them. Like, Stormroo had some tough ones last night. Right? Some of those like, long balls that came out to him last night. Yeah, night. and yeah. He, he handled every single one and then still managed to beat the player who came to him straight after. Yeah. That was great. Mm. Torres is not got that in his game just yet yes not yet exactly not yet I so think yeah, we're, see, we're seeing him settle a lot more though mm. yes you know we saw how long it took Benny to settle we saw how long it took uh, Tulio to settle Torres has now had what are we eight nine games in nine yeah. nine games in so and he's starting to hit his straps mm. yeah. so. Benny did not have those statistics at, the, at this moment in not Benny's a, no, start no, up at no. the Mariners, then we were sceptical. We were not, but Boise, we were not <laughs> sceptical. But others were sceptical about Benny at that moment in, in time. <laughs> not I. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honour. <laughs> Bring up the recordings. <laughs> Release the tapes have been deleted. <laughs> Archie on Twitter wants to know, what are your thoughts on the current state of our strikers? Do you think we'll sign another one in January? As I said before, we have to. Like, Qual and Aries have different qualities. Uh, are they the right answer? No. I think we need someone stronger. A visa striker we've got a spot left would be fantastic. Uh, as I just don't think the two of them are doing enough uh, collectively, let alone alone. 
I think if we do business in January, I think it's going to be late. I think it's going to be late business in January. I think yeah. Jacko is going to give Allo and, and Jing as much time as possible to come good, uh, for want of a better term. I think Allo, you are seeing him come good, and there was a lot of rust to shake off, mm. a lot of spiderwebs to blow out there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all all indications are that there may be another one coming in in January. And also, Jing's on loan. Yes, from AGF. So yeah. Until the end is of the season? There, but is there a potential of a recall in January for some reason? Yeah, I mean, we can... If they we, wanted to. Yeah, I, I guess either party could probably terminate it. Yeah. yeah. But not the not from our view, I wouldn't want that to happen, but they could say, Hey, we need you back for whatever reason. I, I see I see enough in Jing to, to keep him on. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I hope so. send yeah. him back just yet. Yeah. I'm looking around the pitch and not really seeing that there's a have to there, but we if we're gonna lose players, then now we might have to think about it. Like, you know, possible Tulio, possible Faz, we've thought of a solution there. Tulio, we've got to get another foreign attacker. Oh, End yeah. of oh, story. Yeah. If he goes. Yeah. Um, which will be hard, especially on short notice. So I hope he's doing a Monty, um, and um, I hope he's got you know early preparation on somebody, early eyes on somebody. Like it seemed like we had Tulio for a bit, um, mm. because we're probably going to need that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like we need major change more than as much as we will maybe need major change because we might lose somebody. We won't. Or well, if he does his business late, it will yeah it gives you time to see who you're losing as well. I think if so. you lose them all and start so. the window, and then you have time to plan. But for whatever he did for Torres to improve his shooting, get his accuracy, you need to do for Reese for his first touch. Because <laughs> Reese's first touch is at times horrendous. His head on, he flicks, flicks the head on, that's great. Like mm. he gets up there, but True. first touch when he comes to his feet hard is, yeah. What about players who might go? Anyone dare go near that? The 84 questions you, have been asked you, about it. <laughs> yeah, we've had quite a few coming in, so uh, apologies if we uh, don't get to, to all of them. But yes, a lot of them are uh, who are we losing, who are we gaining sort of thing. I'll give my 3-2-1 maybe on who I think yeah. will go. So is your three like who you think is, is most likely to go? Your two is... Haven't thought about it that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. It's obviously... A hard conversation to have, but from looking at what we can see now, um, my assumption is that probably Wenzel Halls will be gone in January. Um, I don't think Docker's done enough for me at this stage. I know it's early, but if we're going to have Visa players, they've got to be starting or pushing more for a starting spot. And not not sure. I think Storm came into the season with a bit of a niggle, didn't he? from memory and that was why maybe Docker started a few games early on I thought, mm. I thought that's what I heard I I could be wrong but I don't know for whatever reason he was starting Storm is the clear number one right back mm. yeah. um, if we're going to have a visa player on the bench every week and come off and play 15 minutes I don't think that's good enough mm. so I, I would say that Wenzel Halls him and I don't. I don't want him to go because I think there is a footballer there, but Thea Harris. I'm just not seeing that consistency or the improvement. Didn't even get off the bench last night, did he? Didn't no. even. Hasn't appeared. Did he? Play, did he come on in the city game? I'm, I'm he has a, started a recent game, game, hasn't he? he came I'm having a brain fade. Where did um, he started by a, a game? Recently? One of the, one of the yeah. AFC games potentially. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I think but he started in the Philippines. No, he came off the bench in the Philippines. Yeah, I just haven't seen. 
enough in that attacking sense from him or from Windsor Halls when they've got their opportunity. And that's, I think, the frustrating thing about Theo Harris is that, like I said, I think when he comes off the bench, it's like there is the potential of some sort of a threat, but it just kind of never really eventuates. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of lot of sort of build up and then not a lot of, you know, kind of end product. Mm. And also remembering he's been here since January last, last season, hasn't yeah. he? So he's had almost essentially a full season worth of opportunity. Yeah, it's the same trick over and over when he goes on, it's that step, yeah. step over. Going out. Yeah, so I think there's 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 room to do similar what we did last January to improve the squad overall. Mm. Couple I of think, cheeky swaps. Yeah. yeah, I think I agree with all those ones. The other two I would say, one is I think we do. he should go, one I don't want to go, but I probably will. Windust I think will go. Yep. Um, not because we want him to go, but he want to find a team that you actually are going to He deserves he needs minutes. To play. Like, he needs and to play. I, I love Cam. He's one of my favourite yep. um, players that have come through the academy over the years yep. and uh, one of the best as well. Yep. But I think he needs to go. He's, he's not getting game time. I, I want be. him to be playing here. Yep. Um, it was the same thing with Dan Hall, what, four seasons ago? Mm. And Glassick as well. And Glassick as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Wendy go on and get minutes. Yeah. If it's not here, wherever. The other one, other than what Luke said, is Will Wilson. Do we look at doing a swap for him like we did, you know, with, with Aquilina and all that? Because Wilson, he, he doesn't work on the wing mm. and he's not going to play in the middle when we've got Nizzy, Steele, Ballard and Tap all probably ahead of him. Mm. So his game time is going to drop massively because Jackson what, especially what? has found his route of who he's putting. He in. hasn't appeared... Didn't play in the city game. Didn't play last night. No, no. three, four weeks. Mm. Uh, and obviously, like you know, he got slaughtered the first month, and then had the game against Newcastle. Mm. I personally just don't think he's the right player for our team. Uh, Monty might have used him differently. Who knows? But with the way Jackson's looking to play the team, he's not got a spot. I think maybe as a backup for for Niz, with Niz playing in that number ten role, Wilson is better centrally. Um, and that that's where I you know. Everyone's been harsh on him, me as well, a little bit. I, I still rate him as a footballer, but like that's where I feel for him. He was being played out of position mm. to what he was doing at oh, yeah. Victory when he was when getting he minutes. Good. Yeah, and he came on playing as a ten for them. Yeah. So and now, yeah, now it's all like you said. Now that the formation has changed, mm. if we're starting Ballard and Max every week, mm. we can't go to a back five every week <laughs> when we're winning two or three nil. Like yeah. we, you need another option in there to come off the bench. Mm. Mm. Um, is he that option now? Yeah. But, I mean, if we dangle him his bait for a swap deal, yeah. a la Tommy last year, as you say, mm. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I don't think we need major surgery, though. Um, Dylan went to Halls. He will surely want to go because he can't get near the squad and therefore he will want to play. Mm. So, and that's, you know, for whatever reason, that hasn't really worked out. So I'd be fair about that. Um, Docker, yeah, you're right. Boise, he's on the edge because you just – I don't know, for whatever reason, we have greater expectations of foreigners. At least he's got what looks like a pretty decent set piece. So, And we've got still a fair few sh um, scheduling things to work out. So so mm. I, I'm not really thinking that we need major surgery, but um, Wilson has not been in the squad so seemingly. So, yeah, he'd be the third person that I think um, would be under focus there, not necessarily because he's been so bad, but he hasn't yet been able to establish where he fits um, in a sort of a long-term sense. He's, he's, how would we start him and, and, and get value from him? I don't, know if, don't think we've seen that. So that'd be my three. But 
How long till Kuzevsky's back? Sash, uh, so he is ahead of schedule um, and there was some uh, sort of talk or potential hope that he might be in line for a February return, but um, that's been sort of quashed. Uh, so we're looking sort of March, April. Because you'd be looking at him over Docker. Oh, yeah. 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 So abs- like if Docker if Docker's and put your, in January, he'll be gone at the end of the season, you'd assume if Sash was back and looking yeah. good. Yeah. And yeah. put your international dollars elsewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that yeah, there is a, a bit more of a timeline for his return now, and it is, it is getting there. But um, you can't you can't rush these things, which is, yeah, it's a it's a tough one, right? Because he's his contract's up in in June at the end of the season, so he only really has that sort of three two four months, months yeah. two two months yeah. really, yeah, um, to to get back in and and try and force his way back into the squad. So yeah, let's uh, let's let's push Docker out and make room for Sash. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Uh, Fergus, Fergie time. Love that name on Twitter. Uh, is there any way to get yellow and or blue seats in our paradise or maybe even yellow and blue nets? Could that sort of project be crowdfunded and maybe even completed by volunteers? Gray is just not a vibe. Uh, keep up the good work, lads. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Fergie time. Um, Venue is managed by Venues Live. It's owned by Central Coast Council, so any sort of changes like that would have to be approved by council. The only issue is it took 20 years to remove Central Coast Bears. That's wrong. Mm. So for it to take so long for that. It's not a speedy process. I, I, I think if you're looking at doing anything in Bay 16, they'd make it standing before they put yellow and blue seats. There was talk about it being safe standing last season. Yeah, and Venues Live, I think, are interested in doing that. Mm. But there is obviously then their approval around the extra stuff. So like I think it would go that route before we put yellow and blue in there. I think Venues Live, from the sounds of things, might have a bit more time to focus on Central Coast Stadium now as well. I'm hearing they've uh, lost a few venues. Yes. <laughs> the yellow and blue nets should be a relatively easy... We used to have yellow having? nets. Um, but still I still have them. I'm pretty sure they're just in the cupboard somewhere and people keep forgetting to bring them out. I th- <laughs> no, I think the players didn't like them for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was something that I heard. Um, so... Yeah, um, that's why we don't have the yellow and blue nets. Um, but yellow, yeah, yellow and blue seats. I mean, safe standing for, would be my first go-to, hundred yeah. percent. And a garage down there as well, you know, shed, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, even I'd come down there if it was sheltered from the sun and all that. <laughs> yeah, just a little, yeah, a little carport over the top. Exactly. Yeah, I'll bring my own. Put on your prawn sandwich. Come on, don't. <laughs> exactly. I'll put it. I'll wrap it up first. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he's back for one episode and he's already slating mods. <laughs> you, can, you can stay. You're back next week, right? That's, that's normal. Sounds good. <laughs> do, we, do we have the yellow navy flags? We had them for obviously June. Ukraine and yeah, we, like, yeah, they were actually they, were, they looked good because it worked for the club as well. Just yeah, why don't, why don't we use them anymore? Yeah, like we can't use the nets. The yellow navy flags aren't going to be too distracting. You'd assume for players, so yeah. like, well, I'd keep those. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's any regulations about it, but yeah, surely yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. Quite a while to just make the white lines yellow and <laughs> <laughs> fair play. Yeah, play on, play on. Mm. Uh, Gerald Larkin on Twitter wants to know what is the situation with Noah Smith? Is he injured or out of favour? As he's not been appearing in the match day squads, he is injured. Uh, went over the ball at training and uh, took some pretty heavy damage to his ankle, actually. So, uh, hopefully, back in the next two to three weeks. But also, Faz is playing so well that yeah. like. Oh, but you'd think yeah. that you'd see Smith on the bench, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just seem so, yeah. But yeah. I think even if he was on the bench, he wouldn't be getting time oh, unless it was not, like not five, ten minutes at the end because Faz is playing so well. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing now with Faz out for New Year. Well, I was going to say, well, he'd be getting minutes next week if he was mm, not if injured. He's, if he's fit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it'd be tough to throw him straight into that too. 
Like, yeah, I know it's Perth, but you still like go 90, 90 plus minutes New Year's Eve uh, fresh back. Like, that's, that's it's not. actually interesting, but because maybe we said mm, no, we wouldn't. I was about to say maybe we'd see still play it left back, but you would now, now he's in. Yeah. Now he's got his if, if, if own position wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, if he doesn't get um, or also if he's if he's not fit. Yeah, his yeah. Ankle. yeah, his foot. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out over the next few days. Shout out to Jerry Bay Forty, right? Go, oh, ba- go your baby. Mate. Your mate. Yeah, don't, um, Jerry. And don't um, don't listen to Ian's crap about prawn sandwiches, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you do realise I sit like 10 seats long. You know, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Up there it's lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Been trying to get in there for years. <laughs> <laughs> right, my pigs and blankets ready to go. Or something. <laughs> oh, can you bring them down to Bay 40? I'll bring him down to the ground and ask his boss. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm hungry. Uh, Cam Smith on Twitter. He is back with a start one, bench one, sell one, America's edition. Uh, <laughs> your options are you've got to start one of these, bench one of these, and sell one of these. Marco Ureña, Marco Tulio, and Patricio Perez. <laughs> 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 it's actually relatively easy, but I do love this question. I'm definitely selling Perez. Um, no, yeah, absolutely, King. Absolutely, um, Tulio gets my starting spot just because. Yeah, of course, absolute freak. Um, Marco Urena on the bench, but what a what a streets won't forget player Marco Urena is. Yeah, and Perez. As he well. was so good. Mm. He was so good. I loved and him in in a the- period where you know we were like on the comeback. Mm. He he played such a big. Role it was pivotal. In that. Yeah, yeah. His, com- his combinations with with Simo. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And I, I mean, he would have stayed for for years, I reckon. Yeah. If he didn't have to go back, because I think it was for family reasons. Yeah, I think. But and that was his side. Yeah. Of, that that side of, was part of his contribution as well. That yeah. he brought this whole family culture thing with him. Mm. He, he loved to it. do things like dive across the front of team photos when we when <laughs> yeah. we're about to win trophies. And that's right. Was, the semi final yeah. of the of the cup in Sydney. In Sydney game. Yeah, sliding. Yeah. He was just a good guy who fitted in. He was like perfect for the. He place. was a he was a lovely guy. Yeah, yeah. lovely family as well. I'd have to I'd have to sell Perez just because I didn't actually, I wasn't here when he played, so no idea what qualities wise <laughs> for the team. Um, I loved uh, Urania starting. I thought he was brilliant in that number ten role. Mm. Um, so like, obviously it depends on the team you have around him, but I'd, I'd start him if I had in the team every single week. Tulio, I think, is great as a starter, but he's also good on the bench. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to switch around for what looked at just because I loved watching Urena play. That combination he had with Simo, mm. you know, that goal in Wollongong, yeah. uh, it was just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd start him. Bench and Marco Aranya. Sorry, Mr. Perez, got to go. <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop watching Julia. Every time I watch him, it's like, oh, did he just do that replay? Yeah, oh, he did do that replay. Oh, yes, he did do that. That's, yeah, yeah. So the commentators are as well. Too good. Too good. Yeah, I'm, I'm too so torn. I'm so. Torn. It's a hard run, actually. Like but t- t- an t- easy Tulio's one. a gimme as a starter, right? Yeah. Um, can't not watch that. Perez, oh, what a player. Uh, when I first saw it, I was I was benching Perez and selling uh, Urania because we already have uh, so <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um, and you know what I'm sticking with it I'm sticking with the gut on that when when hot take <laughs> yeah no and that's that's fair when Perez was here he was surely um, you know involved in us winning the premiership um, or uh, it's hard for me to exactly recall his time now but was he with us when we uh, played that grand final nobody wants to talk about. He didn't make it to the grand final left in the year before that. 
during the year that season. So he he helped us get there, but then was gone or was maybe injured or something like that at the. So he era. was uh, he was with Spilled us uh, just one season, 2010, 2011, 18 games, six goals. Um, I'll never forget there was an Adelaide away down, I think it was the start of 2011, where he just ran the fucking show. Yeah. Like you think about Niz last night, but better. Yeah, yeah, he was a <laughs> he was a great player, mm, um, mm. but he couldn't cut the mustard. Really, had to go. So he got homesick. Yeah, he did. So and uh, you know he was he was living on in in pretty much poverty in Argentina, um, but it was more apparently his girlfriend was missing her family and things like that. So uh, she cracked the whip and said, "Honey, it's time to go." Uh, Whereas the other the Marcos. They um, brought their families with them and they, you know, like to run to the fence and give them a kiss. And <laughs> we love that. Your friendly neighborhood zombies on Twitter says, uh, it was great to see a few Yellow and Navy fans in the stands, Suncorp, last night, even if it was raining cats and dogs just before kickoff. I think it was just raining cats, really. And <laughs> snakes. And snakes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Shout out Sid Mariner uh, for, for heading up there. Oh, Briz Recky was up there as well. Recky uh, is relocated up to Brisbane permanently, chasing oh. the, uh, the warm yeah, weather. Yeah, moved up last year. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So We've he, got our own resident Mariners fans. He does, yeah. Our, uh, our roving reporter. Man on the ground. Yeah, man on the ground. Yeah, we got one in Malaysia. We've got one uh, in <laughs> Brisbane. Uh, just got to get one in Cambodia. Warren Meniere wants to know, with our squad finally starting to gel, where do you guys see us finishing on the table at the end of the season? I think the first season or Jackson, yeah, I can get fourth. Mm. I'll take that. You know, I get um, for that be our home semi-final. That'd be, yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, be, yeah we'd, play, be nice. we'd play fifth place. In the uh, first round of finals for the yeah. nation final. Yeah, so I'll take that. That'd be good. Get into the top six. So we're still in finals. You know, so we're not dropped too far after uh, last year. But yeah, fourth would be nice. Yeah, I think somewhere around that fourth to seventh is where we realistically sit in terms of what we've done so far and how it's sort of shaping up and how it's looking and looking at other teams. And, and I think that's sort of around where we're about. We'll probably hover around there, drop out a bit for a few weeks, make our way back up and, and sort of around that sort of spot. So Yeah, it won't be a comfortable season. No, yeah. not not no. comfortable at all. I'd say fourth would be huge for us, to be honest. To get a home final again, mm. that would be huge for us, I reckon. Um, seventh would be disappointing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, if you finish seventh, you may as well finish 11th. Like, yeah. No. But yes, no, well, I mean, I see that's the not twelfth, right? True. Yes, it gets True. you the same result. <laughs> True, but we don't ever want to get on the handle of the spoon. We can get away from the spoon. No, <laughs> no it's, it won't get be us. No, um, so fifth or sixth, I think, is my expectation still. Can't believe the negativity. We're finishing third at least. <laughs> Fair enough. Least. Um, and then we go on a run. I legitimately think we're finishing third. Nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like second, but I think it will be third, and then we go on a run. We're going back to back, baby. It's a lot of water to get under the bridge for that, I reckon, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a hell of a ride. It was last year. Yeah, exactly. If we get there, we're winning it. If we get to the finals, can we ask at APL to do a decision again so we get a home final? <laughs> yeah. That'd, that'd be good. Re-reverse yeah. the... Uh... Just reverse the reversal, <laughs> just for like two weeks, and then reverse the reversal. <laughs> Seems fair to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that checks. Uh, Warren also goes on to say, uh, just to answer a question from last pod, if you guys think back to when we were looking at the fantasy teams, there was a team in there that had all Mariners players. That's Warren's team. 
What a tip. <laughs> oh, <is there? laughs> He's been using all Mariners players for most of the season in his fantasy team. You know what? Last two weeks, that's probably worked out pretty well. well yeah. Last night he would have done well because I got 71 points from our game last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had Vuka in goal. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, Tulio. I haven't got Torres in there, though. I had Vuka, Niz, oh, Tulio, and Torres. I had Faz. Uh, but I had Migsy in there as well. Did Ooh. you captain mm. one of those, Boise? Tulio's my vice. Bruno's still my captain. Yeah, oh, okay, so you still got your captain to play. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do, you get, uh, do you get points for um, Vuka being top of the PPI index? Or <laughs> <laughs> Should. Should. Yeah, should. <laughs> Far out. Yeah, we were staring at that. Like, Vuka comes to the top of the PPI with 84 points or whatever it was after 70 minutes last time. I'm like, he's made some saves. Oh, sure. Like, like there was saves. one that was, you know, maybe a bit more difficult but everything else is pretty regulation yeah. right. it's got nothing on the uh, VB hard earned index from the NRL <laughs> <laughs> we still need a sponsor for it I think yeah it's like when we had the old uh, the Bunnings ladder oh no it's good <laughs> I love that <laughs> peak all that's peak. left now is the Bunnings chairs <laughs> we've got them back uh, yes or no question here from Alexander V91 on Instagram. Nisbet at 10, Steely and Ballard in behind. Is this the way? Boys. Yep. Yep. Ian. Yep. 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 Would appear so. Yep, 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 yep. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, and, uh, and if not Steely or Ballard, then uh, Tappy. Yep. And if not Tappy, then Kisalovic. Tap, yeah. Taps recovered well from his injury. Oh, it's cousin he won. Yeah, it's yeah. No, it was, um, you know, I did speak to, I speak to his old man on and off every now and then. Uh, shout out Phil. Good friend of the show, um, and uh, he was saying it was absolutely hardy mouth stuff when uh, when he came on against the Philippines the other week, because um, that's the first time I think that he's played on synthetic mm. uh, since the injury, which was on synthetic. Oh wow! Um, and it was atrocious conditions, and uh, he copped a couple of solid kicks in that one too. Yeah, mm. good to see him back. So good, yeah. Yes. And he's, he's not looked out of places, but he's looked very much... You wouldn't have even noticed there was a sub when he came on last night, which yeah. is a good thing. He just keeps things ticking over. He's got that metronomic yeah. value to him as well that I love about players that play in that six or eight role. So Could well come into play if things get moved around. You know, let's say Faz went. Noah was injured still. Steely might actually be the choice there. Mm. Tappy could be the choice for the Steely spot last yep. night. I think over the next few weeks, you're probably going to be seeing a bit more of Tappy. Yeah, but, but we have to use all these players which is why I'm you know not narrowing down to narrowing down to just a couple that I would let go because we're going to need all of them mm. and I'm feel confident in most of them that haven't had a game too mm. you know what I mean uh, and insert name here on the ccmfans.net forum how do we rate the season so far for us to date uh, any surprises any disappointments uh, fellas uh, just uh, give me a old school report card style rating I'll go a 6 out of 10, which I wouldn't have said. Not a report stuff. <laughs> Isn't it? I think like A to F, but a 6 out of 10, that's what oh, that's okay. a C plus, I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I w- would not have said that a few weeks ago, but yeah, yeah. It's definitely, you know, th- three weeks ago probably would have been a 3 or 4 out of 10, <laughs> but it's definitely improved. And I think, yeah, we've found our found our spot, uh, sort of a, found our groove now, our position, our formation, a few players coming into form. It's it's about a six out of ten heading in an upwards trajectory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say like yeah, looking pre the last five games, you're there's an F. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, yeah. now it's up a, probably yeah C plus B. Like it's yeah B minus yeah. yeah yeah very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking to the numerals because I can't quite cope with <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because I'm illiterate. But the I'm going with the six to I'm even going to we're closing in on six point five. 
you know, we're 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 on that trajectory still. Mm. Bit shit shit, diddy wop, come on, come up, bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there's an assessment well in put. one song. Well put. <laughs> <laughs> I've made that up on the fly too. <laughs> I thought you just ripped it off Greece. <laughs> um, I'm saying, yeah, B minus uh, for me. The way that things have turned around, the versatility uh, that Jacko showed over the last uh, sort of couple of weeks there as well, um, being able to react to, to situations, um, yeah, and it's trending upwards. So we um, we stay in that sort of top six and then crack the top four and go on from there. It rises to uh, to a B plus for me, or even an A minus. But yeah, let's uh, let's get through the next couple of months first. You've sold that to me. I'm moving my six to six point five. To <laughs> you sold that. Yeah, Jacko's contribution. I think that you know that's just sort of emerging. So mm. I'll give him the extra point five. There you go, Jacko. Enjoy, February, baby. February is everything. Like we go through that month with a good run of results, then mm. yeah, we're looking at you know. Mm. Or to that A minus E. To the moon. Off we go. <laughs> I don't even know how we're going to get through those games. But anyway, we'll get there. Um, now, on the ccmfans.net forum as well, Bikini Girl did say uh, the other week that uh, um, she was watching our girls play against Melbourne Victory, uh, watching the game when we concede very, very late, thinking, what the hell just happened? Uh, then she heard the podcast had been recorded beforehand and then understood what had happened. Uh, so she instructed us before our last recording to keep any talk of Melbourne hoodoos to yourselves, otherwise I'll know who to blame again. Um, so last week, didn't mention the hoodoo. Don't mention the hoodoo. We didn't mention the hoodoo. Um, oh, I think someone did, but I cut it. So. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so she's come back this week and said, I don't think any blame lies with Luke for asking if it can be mentioned during the last pod. Uh, this week, the blame actually lies with Robbie Thompson. It was all he spoke about after our third, which is true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Mm, mm. They, did, they did the same thing last night for the Brisbane game. Yeah. Like, as soon as it was like, oh, we just keep talk, talking about the final, talk about the final, talk about the final. Oh. Like, just shut up. <laughs> McBreen was going to knock bloody Simon Hill. Yeah. He really <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> brought up Jing Reese's offside for the tenth time just to be like, oh, move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there's there's a lot of people that were sort of talking about that on social media and saying, oh, you know, there's a there's an anti-Mariners agenda within the commentary box and rah, rah. it's not true. Like I I've spoken to Simon Hill a few times in the past. He's not anti-Mariners. No, not at all. Yeah. No, but there's a sort of, you know, small club discriminatory thing there that's just inbuilt to everybody. So, you know, we were still talking about it two weeks ago when Luke wanted to shove it or was it last week when you wanted to get rid of that tag that we have there. So people don't even know when they're disrespecting us because we're little. <laughs> so it's just there. It's it's inbuilt. So I don't think it's intention, it's consciousness, it's any none of those things. But subconscious, um, yeah, so. subconsciously, it's like there must be a reason this team's not going to win the championship again. Surely, we'll come up with it if there isn't one. I'll tell you what, how's uh, Harper been firmly on the on the Mariners and the Josh Nisbet train in particular mm. over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, all he was talking. Nothing about. wrong with that. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, fantastic. <laughs> Love that. Uh, That's let fair. Him, let him keep flying under the radar for the rest of the season, please. <laughs> well, at least yeah. until the end of January. <laughs> yeah. Let's get through this window. Who are a Isningley Ute? Are they Oskay Ubulfei Odcast Bay? 
Well, looking ahead, uh, the boys have got a bit of a well-earned break coming up, actually. A 10-day break after the games were coming thick and fast over the last few weeks. And next match is, of course, back at home, our paradise, a double header uh, where your Mariners, Isuzu Ute, and league men will take on Perth Glory. Return of the Stadge. Return of the Stadge. Probably sing our song. Forgot about that part. <laughs> Me too. Return of the Bazanic. Oh. oh, yeah. Okay, a little narrative there as well. Mm. Yep. Oh, I cannot wait for Nizzy just to, like, school him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As he's running past him, just wave, like, <laughs> I remember when, I don't know if you were here at the time, uh, Monty did that to Liam Reddy. Uh, so Liam Reddy was our keeper mm-hmm. 13, 14, I think, or 14, 15, um, and uh, had a very... Let's just say that not the kindest parting of ways when he left the club. Um, he got sent off for absolutely scything down Trent Bahaja about 30 yards out from goal. Um, and Monty just gave him the old, Sir Champ! <laughs> he's walking off. Allo did it the other year he as did, well. He did to uh, do Adelaide. Yeah. Um, oh, who was it? Wasn't it? it was a young, young lad. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's like he walks straight in front of the broadcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a question of who did it better there, isn't there? Yeah. Monty I'd, was serious, Alo was less serious. I'd love to put him side by side. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that on loop. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm going to be doing tonight. Um, fantastic. Uh, so our girls will, of course, be uh, playing beforehand in this one, doubleheader, also against Perth. Um, Perth in the dub are currently sitting uh, atop the table, so it's going to be a... Tough challenge on our girls' returns to our paradise. What time is the girls' game? Uh, that one kicks off at, uh, I want to say, 4.15. It is. It is 4.15. So the girls kick off at 4.15. Um, hopefully the weather is kind to us. That'd be nice. The weather report says that there is a chance of um, similar conditions to most of our AFC cover. <laughs> <laughs> a, chance, a chance of fuckwittering. So, so yeah, most right. people are coming to the game by boat. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Sid, who will swim. <laughs> I mean, Perth in the men's, they, they have been honking. Their mm. one win is against us. It's, uh, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of funny how it's juxtaposed in the men's and the women's, right? Because they're mm. dead last, running dead last in the men's, but flying high. Uh, uh, in the in the dub, um, they have been piss poor, and I mean we were piss poor against them over we, there. We were bad that night. Yeah, yeah, it was a very not good watch. Red card and all that sort of fun stuff was yeah, sort of happening very of, early on. Bit of petulance there, yeah. but, um, um, but, yeah, we're, but they, we're a different they, side to that. Now. Totally different, and they they seemingly haven't improved. <laughs> They've gone backwards. All. They've definitely gone backwards, mm. and, and I think. State is probably doing what he can in a tough situation. Mm. <laughs> is what I would say. They got. So many issues around the ownership, very much like Newcastle now, and and they're being propped up by the league. And you know, I think I read an article the other day, like thirteen million dollars had been spent over the last three or four years or something propping up Newcastle and now Perth as well for the last what that been around twelve months or something since they took the license back from Tony Sage. So or he handed the license back, whichever it was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's I feel for Stage doing what. He can in a very hard spot, but they, they have not been good. I don't, th- been good. I don't think we can count them out, though. The fact that it's Stage coming back to Central Coast, mm. Ollie's there as well. Like the two of them together will probably do enough to ramp up the rest of the team. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, we played bad the last time against them and deserved to lose, um, but we can't expect them to come out and be useless. Oh, they're not. Um, no, it's not going to be a walkover. No, no not way. At all. Not at all. Nice to get a little bit of rest, though, before that game. So, you know, not have that game coming 
right thick and fast. Yeah, um, 10, 10 days is nice. So hopefully we'll have recovered a bit from where we're at now. And, you know, season state, we're in, if we get that win, we're now, you know, getting momentum. We're well in that top six, I suspect, without even looking at the ladder. Mm. Um, and we're sort of taking on a different complexion again than even we have just with this latest um, little spurt. And it's a really good opportunity for us to take it. And and you can't imagine the coach has not got that in his head when he's, you know, preparing the team. So, and all that stuff, you're right, like um, the returners, they can definitely hurt you, but that'll surely be on them, our minds as well. So... So, yeah, I think this is as good as it gets opportunity for us to ram home our current trajectory. So look forward to seeing that happen for sure. Morale has got to be through the floor there as well because, as you say, the only win they've picked up this season uh, was against us. Um, Before that, you have to go all the way back to the 1st of April uh, for their last win before that. And last week... They nearly had the dub against Newcastle in the 97th <laughs> minute, literally last bloody kick of the game. Mm. They um, throw away a couple of points. So, yeah, like, like you said, I think truly morale, low. Vibes are low. Mm. Vibe manager? I bet they don't have one. <laughs> of course Couldn't be my club. <laughs> so, you know, but, There's no but, AB run club over there. No, no. <laughs> but so, but we, we tend to do this weird thing on New Year's Eve, I feel like, sometimes where we don't play as well. I don't know if it's the occasion thing or... or well, we've won that for years. Yeah, we have won, but I feel like there's this, I don't know, there's this kind of I think, weird, I think weird I may, expectation on New Year's Eve that we don't meet yeah. <laughs> a lot. I, I may be wrong for this, but I think since Stage took over for us and we won one nil against Newcastle, I think we've won every New Year's since then. Yeah, yep. recent yeah. ones, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it's But a you're right run. too, Luke, yeah. in the just, long term. Just from a performance... Yeah. yeah, and and not just that. Sometimes in the past we've had big occasions, not New Year's Eve, kick us in the shins a little bit there as well. Um, but yeah. I feel like we're 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 slowly getting rid of that hoodoo, that yeah. big game occasion at home hoodoo. So hopefully, given our trajectory, as, we, lo- as we long as the hall doesn't that. collapse, we're all good. Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. going to be an interesting night for lots of different reasons because we're not used to the whole uh, double header. Um, mm. So, you know, mm. people are going to be in there, say, from 3 o'clock until 9 o'clock. This is a big ask, actually. Um, and uh, what is the impact of the girls and the result, whatever result it is that happens in the first game on the preparation for the lads? And, yeah, it's going to be interesting all around. Well, do uh, six strings being full strength helps? <laughs> Definitely. Not for myself as I don't drink. No. <laughs> but I know from my close friends, they very much enjoyed the doubleheaders for that fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fair. Yeah, I get that. And thank you for the tip. <laughs> I, like I said earlier, but I think if, if we don't get at least 10,000, because I'm, I'm concerned we won't. Which is shocking. I'm concerned we won't get 10K. Not. And off the back of a championship where last season we played some of the best football in the league and arguably that we ever have, and where, of course, we started slow this season, but we've come good. We've had a, not lost in, what, five or six games all up now, um, including the AFC in a row. So, you know, things are starting to improve and, and we're playing exciting football in parts. If we don't get at least 10K, that's bad. And there's there's got to be some questions asked around why that is, like what is happening. If the, if the weather is good, we should get at least 5K for the women mm. and then at least double that for the men. Yeah, yeah uh, the weather is going to be a massive factor. But there is excitement around this, right? Like 
I'm speaking to people at work that um, that you know don't really follow the sport. They're not members, um, but they're like, yeah, we've got tickets. You know, I'm bringing mum, bringing you know family along, and you know, so there is. It's become a tradition, a which is great. Bit, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah, it's more of a sort of community thing more than a club thing. Yeah, but really, it should be more than that. But if if we're honest, aren't crowds down and interest down in um, the men's game in general? We kind of we hit about ten thousand in New Year's Eve consistently every year, no matter how bad the team is doing. Yeah. Like even back in like when I first came to Australia in seventeen eighteen season, like the team was bad, but you still got nine ten thousand New Year's Eve. So now we're actually, you know, coming off of last season, got a women's team added, and we should be hitting over ten. I th- my worry a bit about it is that Coasties only have so much um, money to go and watch football mm. and they only have so much time. Even I'm running out of time to watch football. Um, and so for that reason, which are the games that they're not going to come to because they've been to a lot? Um, yeah. And th- so hope it's not New Year's Eve. You're right. Our, we've been pretty consistent with decent crowds on New Year's Eve. So I think this year we'll have it disguised and and it'll be over 10,000, the announcement, but it'll be comprised of two games. I think the bigger games that tell the crowd more than New Year's Eve are the home to Sydney and the home to Wanderers. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that, like, if you see, because you get the tra- travelling crowd from Sydney or Wanderers, depending on how they're doing, but it's how many of our fans will show up for that. Because New Year's Eve is kind of a, an anomaly in a way, like... I cannot see that word apparently. It's a bit, it's a, it's a bit of an outlier, right? Yeah. yeah. That is a super point though because if we are playing against Perth, then we're not helped, are we? But if we're playing against Western Sydney, Sydney, can't think of many others, then we have the op- – Newcastle, then yeah. we would have the opportunity to get a big crowd there. Mm. Well, we've, we've played five league games at home this season and our average is 5-6-2-8. That's mm. not good. There was a big no. drop after the first couple of losses. There was. Uh, yeah. And now, yeah, it's been a while since we've had a home game, so that should hopefully pick up again even past New Year's Eve if we win. But, I mean, excluding finals last year, our, our average attendance was only just over 6,500. Mm. It was 6,646, I'm told. Which is still not good. No, it's <laughs> not. So like, but that, that's kind of my whole point, though, is that we can come up with every excuse under the sun and every reason why people don't come. It's a Friday night, it's hot, it's mm. bloody cold, it's wet. Someone's at the beach, and those are all valid. But it's just a good. You've still got the underlying issue of how much money are we bleeding every time we get a bad crowd. Mm. Like it's a wider discussion, but I'm kind of starting to get a bit concerned about that. It's it's a league wide thing, though. I mean, 20, oh, yeah, the whole like league. 2021, we yeah. only averaged five two. And I think we're we're poor at capitalising on the momentum that some clubs have. In our case, we had quite a bit of momentum at the end of last season. Obviously, we saw about twenty five thousand Mariners fans going ballistic in the last game of last season in a stadium together, and we'd had a sellout the week before. Um, and we had had great support. So we didn't then back that up by taking away these bullshit Friday games or not playing these um, hot um, times and not allowing us to have our derby at 7.45 instead of 5 o'clock or whatever, um, at the, the key games. So I feel like it's a bit of chicken and egg where we're not really giving a shot at it because – no matter how well we do, we win the grand final, we're still not considered good enough to get into the prime positions and we get the crap draws. That's the thing, yeah, the APL don't help matters, not just when it comes to us, when it comes to any team. Like, other than, you know, you get the big blue or something like that, they don't put a ton of marketing in until it comes to a final series. 
So you have these big games throughout the year that a lot of time people just don't know they're happening because the club maybe is struggling to advertise it themselves because they, you know, they only have limited amount of money, who knows? And the APL gone, uh, you're playing the same week as Sydney versus Victory and all of our money is going into that one mm, game. Mm. So then the other games just get lost in the shovel. Or you have, yes, you have, uh, who was it, MacArthur and Western playing on a Monday night. <laughs> like, who thought that was a good idea? Well, actually, they were talking about that afterwards as having been a potential success, I think, because MacArthur of MacArthur Wellington uh, on the Monday night. Oh, yeah, sorry, Got Wellington. like 5,000 5, there yeah, at which, Campbelltown. And I mean, that's inflated, but it was easily their biggest uh, crowd which of the season. Weird which seems weird to me, too. First, first day of school holidays. So we're maybe not just... Uh, good point. Uh, Very good point. Right. So we're maybe just not quite getting right the formula there. Because for me... Pretty sure that we played our derby, the early game, and then the Sydney derby was on in the later game. Yep. Well, Melbourne, Victory and Sydney, they were shit teams last year. So why did they get the prime spot? Why didn't yeah. we get that prime spot? Yeah. Why didn't they play at five? Even if they were good, they should not have the two derbies like that on the same night. Mm. No, well, no, no, no. Yeah, that's right. Spread them out Saturday, Sunday. Have, have, Friday, Friday, have Saturday. your one big draw derby, which is the big blue, whatever you want to call it, on that be Have the, all the attention go on that. That's yep. completely fine. And then but play- don't stick our draw before. You know, don't stick our one bloody before it yeah. and have it obviously get no attention. No, that's right. Play your MacArthur v Western United that no one gives a fuck about. Yeah. At uh, at five o'clock on the Saturday. Yeah. If we don't have the concept of the champions get, I don't know, a, a millionth, you know, a fifteenth of a, a a millionth to uh, of a say in next year's draw because we're the champions, at least people thinking about what are the key games that that we can you know benefit from the champions being the champions what did we have to do we had to sell our crowd followed by a heap of us getting to the grand final if we can't get decent scheduling out of that we're never getting it Mm. and we know we've been screwed on the draw this season yeah to be fair i think the year before they put both of those games on at the same time so at least still one before the other Mm. like we had that 21 22 season where they had so many games on at the same time as 745 Mm. it was just stupid well, no excuses uh, for this one, of course. New Year's Eve, there's nothing else happening. You've got the fireworks in Gosford. You've got a doubleheader. There's no other games on. If you're not there, you're square. I don't know. It's iconic, mate. Get there. Yeah, 100%. Like, there is what, – what do we have to do? Be there for both games as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Show up. Get behind, get behind the only local pro sporting team. Like, there's no yeah. excuses. I might even stay well, very, longer. Very few excuses. I might even stay longer for the fireworks if they – can we start having... I think the fireworks are at nine. Yeah. Can yeah. we start having espresso martinis in the stadium? <laughs> <laughs> is, there such a, is, there, is there a canned variety we can get in there? Come on. There is, there is actually, actually, and they're yeah. not bad. Let's do they're it. not bad. I trolled them last week. There's yeah. a challenge. Come on. Let's, <laughs> do, it. let's do it. <laughs> can you, can you send me the details, please? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it's Luke's fault, by the way, my addiction to... to espresso, um, is it? Well, it, it all stems... Remember that night we were stuck in the pub after we lost in Adelaide in the finals, Luke? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, I guess, can we tell that story now because he's not here? Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad. Go on. Yeah, well, yeah, we were, in, we were in the he pub in Adelaide he after the final yeah. and most of the boys, I think, had left and gone to the casino. That's, yeah, yeah, we went to the – no, we went to a, uh, a nightclub down in one of the beachside suburbs. Yeah, yeah. And then um, – so I think left in, in that sort of spot was you, me, Sean, Monty, Simo, Simo McBreen. Oh, Macca, yeah, um, that's right. Was Sergio still there? He would have been. Oh, I yeah, think I think he might have been, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I won't say what the conversation was about, but it ended up at some point being Monty, who had clearly had quite a bit to drink at that <laughs> point. Yourself and me over a couple of espresso martinis, I think, waffling on about 
a few certain things and um, certain players and certain circumstances, ex players, and yeah, the way that they left. But anyway, um, yeah, that's that's one for the that's sits in the memory. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the night when I never even knew about espresso martinis and they had them on tap. And, um, yeah, they were incredible. And I went to the bar and Boise said, why don't we have one of them? Oh, decent. And the probably probably better got- than old mate that uh, that walked in off the street with his random bottle of $3 passion pop or whatever it was. Oh, My I wife will that. never forget that story because <laughs> she, she was there, <laughs> one of our fans drinking that bottle. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. I think it was Jack, was it Jack? I don't know. He, he asked was, someone to drink messy. it. And just willfully did it. Yeah, it was, that was yeah. not. She still tells me that guy drank that bottle. Yeah, what a night that was, though. Good night. Yeah. That sounds like Jack with her necking the passion pop. I think, yeah, it does. A lot of things going on there. That was the night we got to say farewell to Kai Rolls. It was. Um, mm. Benny had got drug tested, turned up wearing, I'm not sure what That's was, what? not sure what was red, uh, Benny's t shirt that he rocked up late wearing, or the two red drinks that he's got one in <laughs> one in each hand enjoyed a red drink benny whatever it was i don't know what he was drinking but um yeah no good night that i saw i saw kyro was like the last day before he uh, flew over and uh, like he's obviously moved to uh hearts and i was like just what you do is just uh, don't move from hearts to celtic <laughs> and, he, and he obviously didn't like really understand the context of it, and i was like just just trust me <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong yeah <laughs> i'm sure he gets it now yeah yeah i'm yeah. sure he's he, after a year so he's settled and he will, he will understand yeah <laughs> yeah bring it back to new year's eve against perth uh fellas how do you think we'll fare score predictions very quickly please two nil us three nil when this happens, it sucks that I'm at the end of this chain because <laughs> he's stolen my 2 nil straight away. What? I mean, you, you, right, you can on, say 2 nil. Hang on. I'm going with 1-0, 2-0, both to the home side. Very good. Oh, yes. Very good. Um, in the dub, I think one all. Um, in the Isuzu Ute Men's Aliga, I think it's going to be 3-1 us, but I think our third is going to come very late and it's going to be a bit squeaky bum time. <laughs> I think one all is correct for the dub. I think that's a good, mm. good result. Uh, that'd be a big result. That'd for be us. a big result, but yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I think three 0 and I'm going to see a Torres hat trick. Oh, going to go for it. mate! If that happens, so you're saying bring yeah. him into my fantasy team? Yeah, now, right? all, all from the same spot again. <laughs> 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 Just station him in yeah. that position and yeah. wait for the ball. Yeah, okay. Uh, Niz, yeah. man of the match in the in the men's, and uh, Izzy Gomez, player of the match in the dub. I think Gallic. Gallich, yeah, Gallich, yeah, yeah. I like Gallich. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah. Well, that is just about all we have time for this week on the Coast Football Rambling, the absolute rambling, the state of it this week, fellas. Uh, it's been fun, though. Christmas ramble. Pre-Christmas ramble mm. on holidays. Mm. Gonna go hard solos have been had. Eat some ham. Yeah. Let's go. Good solos. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, good hard solos. Thanks for that, Luke. Um, uh, Ian Sheehan, brilliant to have you back. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, come back next week. Yes. Yes. All right. He's coming off the bench again next week. I think you should bring pigs in blankets. <laughs> if you bring pigs in blankets, you're back, 100%. Anyone know where you can pick them up on the way home? That is it from us here. But uh, as always, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's instalment of The Ramble. Have a fantastic, happy and safe holiday season. And until we see you next time, it's love you. See you. Bye. Praise a baby Jesus Have a Merry Christmas I'm really gonna miss it All the treasure in the trash Later in the evening Or I could just imagine You put it on the smithies I'll put the tables back Plenty dance with real
sorry, Peter. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Offside. My, my, my train of thought is now my train of thought is now a replacement bus service. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>